Welcome to the Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favors sitting in with Lagerman. Captain Kirk Waltz. Chris Wayne is bringing it to you. Good morning. Man, I'm happy to be here. I'm glad to be in the studio, and I'm not happy to be here. That's opening day of Turkey. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. And Florida and Georgia. Yeah. And yeah. The, yeah, but I mean. The, the win? This win. Are you, are I don't you think guys they'd really like that. wishing you, know you were out there? Well, well no. here's the deal. Um, I'm so deaf, it, it, I can't it, hear them hardly anymore it, anyway. Yeah, at least, you. 18 mile an hour winds, no way. At least it made my decision easy. Oh, yeah. Because you yeah. You, you and I are in a little lease in Green Coast Springs, and, mm-hmm. and you know, it's a, we basically got in there to turkey hunt. That's right. right? And the weather's just going to be so crappy oh. here. You know, I'm just like, oh, man, and, and if you look at the forecast in Georgia, it's going to be. It's not going to be great there either, but it's better. Uh, I mean, what with forty percent chance of rain tomorrow, but then Monday and Tuesday. Are yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, nice. But the yeah. crazy thing is, is that they're they're forecasting for like ten miles an hour winds mm-hmm. up there, but it's blowing eighteen. Yeah, right now. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's just all there. Everybody's up there going, um, weatherman <laughs> missed it. <laughs> did did Noah have a pipe break in a different part of the building well, they're just, where they're, they're just, forecasting they're just, is off base now? Yeah, they're just making it better for us. Well, it was off on the ninth for what uh, a week. Yeah. Okay. We're, How we, does that happen? Now we're talking about the Noah. Yeah. The Noah website. Okay. For like last week and last weekend when we got on the show and we're getting ready to do a you couldn't do it bearded pig uh, weather forecast. We're getting trying to trying to get the info. You can't get it. Right. Like what's going on? Well, we ended up getting a link sent to us from uh, one of our brethren on Facebook and sent us this article from what's up with that.com and we read it I read it and something happened at a Noah building in Maryland or, or somewhere around Washington DC all right I'm gonna read it to you okay very suspect uh, this is the guy article from what's up with that uh, it's titled broken water pipe takes out US buoy data. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Buoy data over the oceans, of course, is a very Chris, important weather data never source. Never to amaze me. It supports uh, both numerical weather prediction and marine activities. There are two types of ocean buoys, fixed and moored. <laughs> da 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 da. Uh, to give you the distribution of the data buoy, here's an example of the drifting buoy data locations. And if they have a map, and it's literally speckled all over the oceans where they can get their information. The uh, the outage <laughs> is important because it shows the vulnerability of critical data infrastructure at NOAA. So what had happened was they had a pipe break, and it took out their ability to forecast weather. How about that? A but, pipe. But <laughs> write this down. You can put this in your phone, too, 741 mm-hmm. and that'll give you your Marine forecast. Okay. Okay. Even if Noah's down. Correct. Oh, hold on a second. No, no, Mr. No. Mr. Numbers there. Yeah, 741. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Let me, I'm just looking this up. <laughs> 701. 844 No, it's just, it's, it's, it's a 904 number. Because remember, we used to dial up the weather buoy. Yep, you could dial the weather buoy from that too. 
So it was a seven four one four three one one. And it, you, that's that's how I got my forecast all week is is from yeah and then you just press two and it gives you your local marine forecast. Hmm. Okay, so here here's another article. The NOAA's data center used to process data from marine buoys suffered an outage because of burst pipe. Here's the information straight up. The National Data Buoy Center was brought offline by the flooding, knocking out a critical early warning system and data point for mariners. On March 9th, a burst pipe caused extensive flooding at the National Weather Service headquarters in Silver Spring, Maryland, which caused an outage at the data center housed in the building, the National Weather Service said in a statement. This is where the data buoy is processed on servers located in the affected data center, causing the current buoy data outage. A building is currently being dried out by the building owner, manager, and extensive coordination is taking place between NOAA and Folger Pratt, who is the owner-manager of the building, to develop a comprehensive plan for a full damage assessment to inspect and restore the system in the building, ensure the building is fully repaired so, and safe. Sounds like an inside return. job to me. Yeah. <laughs> sounds I, awfully so, I mean, fishy. Yeah. Look, yes, it look, does. We, we, we look at NOAA as a recreational fun thing we don't but here's the thing like no one. huh <laughs> we don't no, really i know do. that but i mean we but, but i mean the weather we look oh, at yeah, it yeah. from the perspective of and, and look i know you guys are charter captains but look you guys can walk outside and see the flags and go yeah it's, we're not going offshore so we're going to stay inshore today right that's but very I mean, true especially where i live at the beach i mean the first thing i do in the morning after i make my coffee is i go out the front door with the dog and it's 5 yeah, o'clock in the morning the and check the weather. You do the eye test. Yeah. But, but I mean, here's, here's the thing. Finger here's, test. My, my point is, is that, look, I mean, we, can, we can live without NOAA and the weather forecast for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, there are, there are businesses and, and, and captains and mariners that depend on that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for their livelihood mm-hmm. to operate, period. Yeah. And for NOAA to go out because of a pipe burst? I mean, really? You know, it's I, really I, weird. I mean, that that's terrible. You know, growing up, fishing out of Mayport. I mean, I mean, seriously, Jeff, you went to the jetties and made a decision. You, I mean, I, we didn't have a forecast. Yeah, you sure. turned the corner. Yeah, I, you, you know what? I mean, seriously, yeah. during during the summertime. I mean, but you you, you watch George Winterling. You know, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, the guy was awesome. Watch George yeah. get the weather yeah, and, and also George learn how to garden. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, but we didn't, you know, obviously computers. This, I mean, you, you watch the news and you went up and you went, you, and dude, there was a lot of times we get to the end of the dude. jetties and we're like, ah, oh, we're here. Let's just go. Let's just go. <laughs> we get out there about three miles and go, in. maybe we should go back in. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes. I remember those days very well. Uh, All right, let's do a let's do a weather forecast. Oh, oh from Noah? Uh, no, this is from Bearded Pig. Oh, okay. And, Speaking of Bearded Pig. And guess what? They are open. They're open, they're open. at the beach. Yep. They open, what, Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, Tuesday was like a, a little private uh, soft opening. And then did get Thursday. Did you get the invite? I did, but I was I couldn't go. I didn't get the invite. I live right around the corner. What's up with that? Um, I thought they were our sponsor. I think I was supposed to extend the invitation to all of you oh, guys. Oh, here nice. we go. Man. Wow, Nicely y'all, y'all got done. big time. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I give you kudos for owning up to it, though. Yeah. 
Hey, Chad. Sorry, bro. Sorry, well, yeah, Chad. we did not know. Yeah, we didn't, brother. I'd have been there. Yeah, I only live like five blocks from yeah. the restaurant. Golly. They are open, though, man. And I, I, and I know this. Uh, the food, I've talked to somebody that went there. And the food, not on Tuesday, but on Thursday when they're open. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, what, what Just like the original location. That's yep. good. On Kings Avenue in San Marco, the bearded pig at the beach is on the money. So, folks, if you're looking for something to do this weekend, they've got outdoor seating. Do they have TVs? Yeah, they got a couple. Yeah, they got TVs. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, can you go there and have lunch and watch the the tournament? Heck yeah! Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I was just, I didn't. The way it's doing right there, man. Look, if you don't have yourself face down in a pile of brisket, you you shouldn't be there. (laughs) Face down. (laughs) We got we just before I get to the weather. You guys probably I don't know if you guys saw this. We got a (laughs) message from. Uh, what to say it was John on Facebook, and and all it was was a short little video clip of somebody slicing a three bone beef rib, uh-huh. and he sliced it. You know, it's going slow, and then he so grabs it with a set of tongs and just lifts it up and turns it, and you can see the juice just coming out of that beef rib. And I responded immediately. Bearded Pig, baby. That's where you can get that at, Bearded yeah. Pig. Yeah. So anyway, Bearded Pig is always bringing you the weather. And Noah is back up, so I can actually read you their weather forecast. Synopsis is a strong high pressure well to the north and a weak low pressure east of Florida will generate northeaster conditions over the coastal waters through the weekend. Gale warning for much of the offshore waters will be expanded to include the coastal waters of southeast Georgia. Also expecting high surf and rip currents along in the entire coast through the weekend. Conditions will gradually improve early next week as the pressure gradient across the waters relaxes. What does that mean? Today, north winds 20 to 25 increasing to 30 knots in the afternoon with gusts to gale force. See six to eight, seven second intervals, very rough on the intercoastal. Tomorrow, northeast winds 25 to 30 knots with gusts of gale force, diminishing to 20 to 25 in the afternoon. See 7 to 10 feet. Chance of showers in the morning, then a slight chance of showers in the afternoon. Ugh. Monday, northeast winds 15 to 20 knots, 5 to 7 feet. Tuesday, northeast winds 10 knots, 4 to 6 feet. Wednesday, finally a little bit of a change. Southeast winds 5 to 10 knots, seas 3 to 4 feet. Yeah, Windfinder is showing right now 18 to gust to 25 knots at the beach. Oh, it's honking. When I yeah. left the house. It's honking at the it, beach, It dude. is honking. Yeah. yeah. It, it I mean, it's like honking. Mm-hmm. A Tides report brought to you by Angie Subs. I got to say that I have finally found a sub that I will alternate with the Peruvian oh boy. at Angie Subs. Chicken salad? Yep. I've go. uh, yeah. got grapes in it. I've been telling it. you that for years. I, know, I, I didn't, Kirk. It's delicious. I, you know what's even good? Totally messed up. Two yeah. scoops of that on their salad. How many How many years yeah. did it take him to buy a damn trolling motor? It oh, took me a long time. Good luck on you, sir. I know. It me a long time. Old habits are hard to break, aren't they? <laughs> they they <laughs> are. I, I'm, I'm guilty. I will say. I'm terrible. I will say, that I, I'm, and I am a chicken salad snob. Mm-hmm. That's some of the best chicken oh. salad I've ever had. I mean, the no almonds joke. and the yep. grapes. And mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, when we had that on the boat for the El Cheapo, it almost got to fisticuffs down for the last sandwich. 
Spoiler. Until you call an 11 plus pounder. Then I mean, and then we like, hey, they went who out cares there. about the last chicken salad? Here you can <laughs> have it. Do you want it? <laughs> Dave. Totally. Poor Dave. Uh, Kirk, pull your ties up because I don't have it up. I got you. You're, you're my tides master. And Tide's always brought to you by Angie Subs right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. If you want to call your order in advance, 904-246-2519. Again, the, the chicken salad is outstanding, the Peruvian, unbelievable. But most importantly, no matter what your sandwich is that you like, the French fries are for everybody. Should be low tide around 730 this morning. I, have, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. And, and, Jeff, we've had Tides this week. Mm-hmm. We've had, like, plus – like a half a foot on the low tide, and then like a 3.3, 3.4 high tide all week. Huh. Weirdest. The, you know, we, we did that uh, tides report, I don't know, a couple, three weeks ago. Right. And you said 3.4, and I'm like, I have, I have never heard you say that. I mean, seriously, in all the years of doing this radio show, I hear you. I, I've never heard you. And, and because this, a 4.8 is average. Yeah, and, and this week has all been like 3.3, 3.4s. Um, as a matter of fact, yesterday. So you got low tide at eight forty-five. Eight forty-five. Okay. Are you um, sure about that? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Low I got tide. Jacksonville Beach right here at seven fifty-seven. Yeah, that's about. That's. I got low tide at eight forty-five a.m. Well, I, I can tell you this: low I'll tide. Lo, low tide yesterday in St. Augustine was six thirty. So that's why I said seven thirty this morning. Yeah. So Kirk, so, are you sure your app is right? Yeah, Jack's Beach. Um, looking at it right here. <laughs> Great mean. information. <laughs> Hey, I'm, lo- I'm looking at it. I'm just, I'm looking I'm just, at, just, hey. T- telling you what it it's says. no, I'm just reading the yeah. documentation here, folks. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to double check you. Are, oh, are you, how much, are you, how, how confident are you? I'm, I'm just telling you what I'm reading right there. How confident are you? But does that, are you saying Jack's Beach? It says 8.45 a.m. I have the NOAA site up right now. Oh, uh-huh. boy. And Mayport at the Bar Pilot Dock. Okay. Okay. I have it up. Dock. At the Bar Pilot Dock. Okay. 8.05. Okay. <laughs> 40 minutes. Yeah. Well, so, well, well, it's 40 minutes might be the difference catching fish and not. No, no. Jack's you're, Beach you're right. is a long way from the Mayport Pilot it, Dock it station. It is. It, it absolutely is. So that's accurate. But look at what that uh, – see? Um, There's no buts. No, look, Kirk, yeah. look at this. I'm telling you. No buts. You sound like George Thorogood right yeah, there. Yeah, really. But bad. It's the difference between the the water at Fort Caroline and the water at the Yeah, at but the, you're, see, you're, you're 40 minutes off even then. Because I live in Jack's Beach. I don't live at Mayport. Okay. The, you asked no, what it Noah was Jack's Beach. Noah the, says, okay, Kevin and Chris can be the judge. Bad. Noah says bad on the bone. their website. Okay, uh-huh. I'm not going anywhere else okay. through an app. Uh, no, it keep, says. Hey, I'm keep me out of this. I'm just a producer, is, man. Is that 8:05 a.m. is a .85 low tide. I think I heard Dave Edwards which, say which this, which is about what I've been talking about. You okay? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You go to our web page. It says Jacksonville Beach low tide is 7:57. I think you're splitting hairs here. And Kirk is saying that it's 845. I'm just reading what's on the dog on what, what, what are they here. talking about for the high tide today? Does it give you a... Sure does. 149. Mm. No, no, no. Uh, height. Oh, the height-wise. Yeah, height-wise. Uh, Noah says 2. that 8 the high tide today at 2.09 p.m. is a 3.46. Yeah, I got crazy? a 2.8 here. So you don't have any low tide, and you don't have any high tide. No. I mean, yesterday was the weirdest thing because obviously fished early. Yeah, you know, eight o'clock, mm-hmm. 
and tide had just stopped and was starting to come in. And and Jeff, at, when we went in at noon, oyster bars are still showing. Wow. Four hours of incoming tide. And, and nothing. And and, and and there's 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 no movement. It's it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I, we, I, we were talking about this before you got here. It has been some strange yeah, we'll, 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 stuff going on. We'll talk about that on the strange other side. Strange stuff. Of the break. Yeah. yeah. Strange. Yeah. So we is it could we play X Files music maybe when we come back? I don't know. Yeah, if you're, because if you're you gotta nice. figure it out because it is it's well, just we gotta get to the commercial break right, if yes, we, we gotta play the music coming yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And All then, right, folks. Uh <laughs> look, uh if <laughs> you wanna get a look little vacation uh-huh. and be really not far away. Steenhatchee River Club on the other side of Florida has little cabins for you to rent. And they have boats that you can rent. They have kayaks that you can rent. And it's the perfect little getaway. And their sheep's head bite over there about this time of year oh, is oh, yeah. off the chart. Uh, yes, and their is. trout bite Spawning. as well yep. over there in Steenhatchee. And if you don't want to figure it out yourself, Captain Mike. Captain Mike Farmer. Mike Farmer over there will yep. gladly take you fishing over there at Steenhatchee River Club, your little short distance away getaway at Steenhatchee River Club. Go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com, scroll down, click on the link for Steenhatchee River Club, and you're listening to the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL. If you're into big bass, big money, and you have a big heart for struggling families in your community, here's the perfect event for you. The Father's Heart 7th Annual Bass Tournament. Get the details and register at thefathersheart.us. Saturday, April 3rd in Palatka, $2,500 first place minimum payout plus a minimum $500 big bass prize. Help yourself to some big money and help hungry families too. Tournament proceeds benefit The Father's Heart, a local nonprofit helping families in Clay and surrounding counties since 2009. They deliver four thousand meals every month but the need has never been more urgent learn more at thefathersheart.us and register for the seventh annual father's heart bass tournament that's the fathersheart.us that music was playing and no headquarters on the water pipe burst. <laughs> Guarantee it. <laughs> Black ops. Like, what's wrong with the what's wrong with the satellite? Mm, I don't know. Is it the aliens? I saw the meteor. <laughs> Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Uh, we were talking about how things have been so strange with the tides. And uh, the typical high tide is a four point eight. Typical low tide is a zero point zero. And uh, the last week or so, we've seen high tides that have been in the low threes, yeah, and low tides that have been in the ones. Mm-hmm. So that's that's very strange. That you got to get closer to the equator to get those kind of tides, it's because right. at the equator, you essentially have no tide, no right. tide, zero. The okay, further the, south, yeah, people it, don't it, don't it know just, less just water so, movement. Just so folks know, just northeast Florida is the highest and lowest fluctuation of tides in the state. That's right. Because we're the farthest north. Yeah. And and it's, um, you know, we obviously we, we depend on tides, currents to, mm-hmm. to fish. And it's, I don't know, Jeff, we, we talked about this last week and it's, it's been an, uh, it's been an ongoing for hell. I, I mean, at least since the beginning of February. A couple of weeks. The, 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 the fishing has just been slow. 
Odd. Uh, yeah, odd. I mean, the best way to describe it is odd. And I mean, and, and that goes for even the guys fishing offshore. I mean, I heard Scott Reynolds on the Majesty talking on the radio to Dennis Young the other day, and they were, I think they were to the southern, down towards your neck of the woods, Kevin, mm-hmm. on the south bottom. And he was like, we're not catching very much at all. I mean, just struggling. Yeah. And, I, I, I mean, I, I fished the inshore wrecks. Mm-hmm. This week, Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, Where are you going after flounder? No, sheep's head. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was I was doing the the, the, the sheep's head thing. Don't tell him and, nothing. Well, you know, and, and and here's the deal: it's been so damn slow. Yeah, in shore, right? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And 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 I, you know, I had Travis and Doug on on Tuesday. I'm like, look, you want to go do something? See, and Travis and Doug are they're like they're not even that's not even climb fishing. It's buddy fishing. It is, and they're up for. Something that is absolutely or may not produce because they want to check it out. Yeah, I mean, they look perfect they, clients. They, they say, you know what, let's go offshore. Yeah, they they know every inshore spot that I fish because we've they have fished with me for twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and so they're like, oh hell yeah, let's go. You know, and we had fun. We had we had like sixteen sheep's head. What? We had, we had uh, anything big? No, really? No, they were they were they were all Bucks. twelve to fifteen inches. Yeah, all all males. Yep, yep. Huh. Um, and then. We had a, a ton of two to four pound snappers. We're, use, we're using for bait fiddlers, fiddlers, fiddlers and shrimp, jig heads or fish finder. We started out. We started out with jig heads, uh-huh. um, and it just wasn't quite enough because it's sixty feet. Mm, right. Okay. Right. You know, I mean, sixty feet's hard to get a you know half ounce jig head down. Yeah. So we went to one ounce fish without fish. having a monster size hook. Right. Exactly. And a big. Right. Yeah. When you buy get a big jig head, you can find big jig heads, but then the hooks, yeah, yeah, the, but the hooks typically are like, start to get bigger. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. have a five odd yeah. hook right. on there. So, so we went to the six inch, you know, thirty pound fluoro, mm-hmm. um, a little one odd, little one odd hook, live bait hook, Money. And, and and a um, one ounce. I, I probably would have went to like a four inch leader, yeah, little dinky mm. leader. Yeah. Yeah. You're you right. Know? You're right. Um, and, and then a one ounce egg sinker on, and all we were using ours, our inshore stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and we had a ball. Nice. We had a ball. I mean, we, we went a, through some baits. Did man. you have a few swing and misses? Oh hell yeah! And 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 I think I think Doug broke two fish off. Who that, won? Travis or Doug? Oh no, Doug Doug killed him. Did he? Oh yeah, yeah. It was Travis. I, as a matter on, of fact, man. Travis went like thirty minutes without getting a bite. What? Doug, Doug and I were over there. Like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, wait. Did he, did he just not feel the bite, or he just didn't have a bite? Well, it because sheep's head can at, be at that first, way. At first, he They're was tricky. saying he, he, he was saying he wasn't getting to the bottom. So ah. that's when I changed his rig up and said, "Okay, you know." So but, sabotage. It could have been. So you guys sabotaged <laughs> him. Well, we had the same we had the same jig heads. <laughs> I've on. done that with clients before. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody yeah. aggravates me, I go, oh, yeah. "Yeah, he's getting a quarter ounce. We're about to <laughs> <the> three eighths." <laughs> I remember I got called on that one day, and he was like, "What's going on here?" I'm not catching anything, and I'm going. You suck. I got, I got you him suck, so man. good. Yeah. That's what happens when you bust my chops when we leave the dock. That's you right. Mm-hmm. You get the old fish jig. Yeah, but, uh, that's right. The, the fish the, head the, jig, not yeah. the fish jig. The that's fish right. head jig. Fish head the next jig. day on Wednesday, he did the same thing in the ocean. It was beautiful on Wednesday. Mm. Beautiful. I uh, went to the same spot, and sheep's head weren't quite as fired up, but the, the sea bass and the snapper, fun. And then I, I moved about five miles to the south on another piece of bottom. Caught some sheep's head there, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and 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 uh, and everything else, you know. So, at, at least you're catching something. You know what I mean, Kirk? I mean, it's like it, oh, yeah. man, you come back in and and and, and Jeff, you know, you're just struggling in shore. Yeah, Shank had a couple really good days this week, but I mean, 
um, you know, mostly yellowmouth trout and a, and a few black drum and stuff. That's like been that. the big saving grace. It has the, is the weak fish. Yep, it has. You know, I've been on pretty good bites of weak fish. But I, I, I'll tell you what I did yesterday, which was, um, I, I a lot of fun. It, incoming tide. Mm-hmm. I've got this weird little spot that's that's like, it's literally fifty yards off the bank, but it's only seven feet deep. It's kind of a flat, mm-hmm. and uh, I catch a lot of drum there. And yesterday it was loaded with whiting. Oh, nice! And, and I had an eight-year-old. And Jeff, we were catching some of those perfect those, those bull whiting. You know, ones yeah, that, that are like that. Yeah. yeah, and 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 uh, I guess how the, big the, does a bull whiting? Well, like if you if you could if you guys consider he, he's, a bull he's two two and a half pounds, eighteen inches. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool thing about them when you fillet them, they don't have a lot of bones. They don't. So you get a really clean fillet off. Yeah. Them. Their rib cages are small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a mess of them. They're good know? to eat. You're great to eat. Very good, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're you know what the heck if nothing else biting. I mean, we were on a whiting. I mean, I sat there for an hour and a half. Tramp. Yeah, and then I and then I I you know what I did is I I had taken off all of my fish finder rigs from the two days before and I had put them on the dash in a little box. And when we started catching whiting, I switched back over Mm -hmm. to to the fish finder rigs. Um, Mm -hmm. Have you guys caught those things whiting on fish bites? Oh hell yeah. I haven't used any fish bites. I just yeah, okay. I catch I mean, them. We, I, I, we I didn't have any with me yesterday, but oh my gosh. Yeah, just curious. Yeah. I mean, I went yeah. down to the beach about a week ago, and we hammered them. And all I did was I'd pop the head off the shrimp, uh-huh. pop the tail off, and just cover the hook yep. and throw it out mm-hmm. and drift till you find them. As soon as you find them, just lock the trolling motor down and just catch there and, and sit down and wear How them far out. did you go? We were uh, down near 16th Avenue South near my house. Uh, probably mile and a half off the beach, so we're okay. 37, 38 feet of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good day. It was oh, stuff. it was a great day. It had a cooler full. Yeah, I mean, it was as many as you wanted. We we big left ones, them biting. Big ones. Mixed. What's illegal? There's no slot. I didn't think they had a slot. No slot. How how big does it need to be for you guys to keep it? Ten inches. Yeah, okay. I'm with yeah. Kevin. Ten inch, Ten yeah. inches. Yeah, you're gonna get a decent fillet yeah. off of it. Yeah, yeah. you get and, a chicken and, and you'll get a, you'll get a decent fillet off of ten inch. I mean, still enough to. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it's a okay. It's it's a one bite. And yeah, you know when you get the big cage. ones on because they fight like hell. They do, man. They they fight great. I mean, they, they'll bow that rod over. You know. Yeah. Mm. I would imagine they got to be in the surf, don't they? If they, I mean, they were everywhere. In oh, those guys were killing them. Oh, they really? Oh yeah, they were killing them in the surf. Okay. They're not going to kill them in the surf this weekend. <laughs> no. It's you know gonna, what, though? Somebody talked really to me about this yesterday. I think we need this, this this last push. It was starting to get warm too quick, and I think that we needed this three-day nor'easter. I really do. I think it's important that we get this kind well, of Well, the inshore fishing has been kind of crappy. I mean, anything for the old change it up, it's a good thing, I mean, it, right? Here's the deal. It can't make it any worse. Uh, right. No. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, That's exactly my point. Yeah. It, 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 something needs to stir it up. I don't know yeah. what's going on out there. It's it's just really so, been weird. so I mean, bizarre to me to to listen to Kirk and everybody. Mm. You know, I mean, I, dude, you walk into the bait shop and I was talking to Cheryl and she's like, have you ever seen anything like this? People are finding uh, pockets of fish here. Yeah, oh, don't yeah. get Don't get of us course. wrong. There's fish to be caught, but it's just not like it should be for a spring. Yeah, I mean, if you take 10 charter captains on a half-day trip. And if they're being honest. And if they're being, yeah, if they're being honest. <laughs> Good luck with that. Seven, seven, Sometimes of them are, seven of them are struggling. You know? Yeah. I mean, some guys will go out there and they'll catch six fish and then they'll get on the internet and go, we wore them out. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, before we take a break, uh-huh. um, everybody needs, uh, listeners, call in and wish our producer, Chris, 
happy, happy 50th birthday. birthday. The big 5-0. Because he really likes to hear people wish him a happy birthday. Oh, boy. And six four one ten ten. So rude. Please call in and you wish you our are an Chris ornery cuss. Yeah, why don't you just you give are. his phone number out too? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you got his cell phone number. Give him uh, a cell phone. Yeah, matter of fact, I do. Yeah, spit that out. <laughs> I'll put it on our Facebook page. Chris, when you come out of this next break, we need a whole lot of love by Led Zeppelin. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he turned. Uh, was it fifty last weekend? Yeah, last Sunday. Fifty. Yep. 50, yep. Chris. 50. Wow. Which was, which was Carrie and I's 29th anniversary, by the way. Nice. Congratulations. Nice. Yeah. And happy That's birthday. Awesome. Yep. And I uh, wanted to do also, uh, did you guys see when our, on our Facebook page this week, we had the link to the Bearded Pigs grand opening. Mm-hmm. We, we let yeah. everybody know, hey, Thursday, yeah. It's, yeah. it's wide open. And then we let everybody know Chris had a 50th birthday. But did you see the post from yesterday? Oh, Mr. Emmett? Yeah. Fantastic. Isn't that fantastic? Fantastic. Folks, you got cool. you got to go to our Facebook page. How, how old is Mr. Trippett now? He's coming up on ninety four. Wow! And okay, so listen, I want you to know what you've done. So the very first call that we get, uh huh, happy birthday. Yeah, is this Chris? Yeah, <laughs> it's all downhill from here, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep calling, folks. Nine four six four one ten ten. Wish Chris Chris a happy birthday. Well, you know, he and tried then, to slide that under the radar, and I caught it. Yeah, okay. I saw it on he another did. link. I was like, uh-huh. He's not well, telling anybody. It's not like I'm going to walk around going, hey, guys, guess what tomorrow is? Hey, it's <laughs> my would. birthday. Well, why not? Well, Heck yeah. Get some gifts. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, our post can't... yesterday, you got to go and like this. Uh, Mr. Emmett, who is my neighbor in Georgia, has been farming his entire life. And, and we've never shared a picture of him No, on our Facebook page. And this is him. And check it out and, and like our Facebook page while you're there. And he he is a John Deere man through and through. There is oh, yeah. no doubt about it. And he even gets on the old lawnmower there, and he's got his little hand grab thing that he manufactured so that he can get on and off the mower without having any hiccups, snafus. And so check it out, folks. Uh, that man right there is like gold. Yep. They they don't make them like that anymore. I can tell you that. Uh, one of the most knowledgeable, one of the best men I've ever known in my life, Mr. Emma Gillis. Check him out on our Facebook page. And check us out on our Facebook page overall. Like us while you're there. And you can call us this morning, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. <laughs> perfect. I know. That's just perfect. Got got to share this quick story that we're laughing at. Yeah, you do, because <laughs> it's not really funny. It is. It is not funny. No, it is not. There's a lot of people that we know, and by the way, welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. There's a lot of people that we know, including us, mm-hmm. that are not big fans of snakes. Right? No, we, we just don't like them. Hate them. Okay. So this week at the property, I'm replanting clear cu- cuts, mm-hmm. and so there's two ways to replant clear cuts, which, in other words, to get the actual tree into the ground. Right. And it's a little late to be planting. Obviously, you'd like to be able to plant in January. But when you plant what is called a containerized seedling, which it has a dirt plug, it looks like a popsicle. When you plant those, you can actually plant all the way into essentially May in some places. Mm -hmm. Right. There's two ways to get them in the ground. One is by hand. So you have somebody who has a dibble bar, and he 
puts a hole in the ground and then sticks the seedling in there and then puts his foot next to it to pack the soil next to the seedling's roots. If it's a bare root seedling, you use a different kind of dibble bar versus a containerized dibble bar. Okay, if it's containerized, you have like a popsicle stick metal thing that pokes that popsicle hole in the ground and the tree plugs right in there perfectly. For a bare root, you have like a flat blade that's a little longer because you don't want to bend the root of the tree when you plant it. So you don't want to have a J root. Mm -hmm. So you want the root to go straight so that the tap root goes down into the ground. Right. So manually is the one way that you can plant trees. The other way is by machine. By machine, you have something pulling a planter. So it could be a tractor. It could be a bulldozer. And behind the tractor of the bulldozer is a little trailer. And this trailer, for the most part, is enclosed by steel in some capacity. Because the last thing you want, as this cutting coulter is cutting a groove into the soil, you don't want a stick to come up into the box or into the planter and impale the guy who's feeding the trees one at a time mm -hmm. into this planter because it has a cutting coulter, it has a wheel that's turned by a chain drive, and that spaces the trees out, and somebody has to sit in that little planter and feed one tree at a time into this wheel that's turning on the inside, and it puts the tree into the ground, and then the wheels behind it, which has packing wheels, packs the soil next to the root. On what I might add is a very unflat surface. Yeah, that's right. Bumpy yeah. Rough and as all get out. Like you're yeah. riding in a chuck wagon on a bad yes. road. Yes. Yes. So the guys are planting the trees, or planting the trees on my place this week. And I was talking to Jeremy and Reggie, who are running the crews that are driving the bulldozers. And then they have a couple guys following up that are walking to make sure that if there's a one ceiling didn't get put in correctly they all they're like following it up checking and everything yep so in the trailer of this planter it's like a little steel cage i mean it's awful i mean it's it's literally it has solid steel on three sides the roof yep. the sides and the back is it, open only a little bit is there a, is there a little it's just it's like a little chair is there like a little seat in there yeah, okay okay yep. and it and you got to bring your own cushion right okay yeah and the back of the window to in a, to get in and out of it is kind of covered up because once the guy climbs in there, he he's taking all the seedlings. So the seedlings are blocking your exit. You mm -hmm. have to you would have to push the seedlings out to clear the opening to climb out. So you're you're there. You're in it. Yeah. Okay. So it's going to take you a few minutes to get out if you needed to get out. The bottom of it is is fairly open but protected because you. You have essentially the only area that's open is where you can insert the seedling into the wheel that's turning. Mm -hmm. So you have a little bit of an opening at the bottom. So talking to Jeremy this week, I was like, you know, how's it been going for you guys? You know, he says, well, you know, weather's well, been a little bit of an issue, he said, but we're starting to have an issue that's been popping up in the last week. And I said, what is that? And he goes, it's warming up. Snakes. <laughs> like, huh? Vipers. <laughs> yeah, rattlesnakes. Great. He goes, can you imagine if you're a rattlesnake and you're minding your own business and here comes a bulldozer over the top of you and it pisses you off? Yes, and the next thing you're looking to do is to, to get something. after somebody and the <laughs> first thing you see is a second little you know, box coming over top of your home and the snake comes up into the box with the guy in the back of the box. Oh, my God. Five times they killed five snakes in the last week of snakes that came up into the box. 
Is well, there can, a, you, can you imagine? No, is there an ejection hatch on that yes, thing? Exactly. <laughs> it's a solid steel roof, Kurt. I know. I'm. I know it is. <laughs> solid steel roof, solid steel sides. It's like somebody and took a, a phone back booth. Opening your exit is blocked by all of these bags of seedling pine trees, if and you, you got imagine. a rattlesnake climbing up in your lap. A phone booth that's been cut in half, and you're inside of it. Yeah. With the back end being open. You can't shoot it. No, no, no. You can't shoot it. Ricocheting all over the place. Ricochet kill yourself. Yeah. Machete. What do you do? Give him a Ain't machete no and just say, start whack away? Oh, man. I was, I was sitting there watching those guys in the back of that thing. When he told me that, I was like, oh, you, you really can't. My you, God. You, you got to walk away. Because if you're trying to How do you bail yourself, out? Uh, you got to you know, bail out. Because not only that. You've got a bulldozer, okay, which is like really loud. Can't hear you. Really loud. You know, You're screaming. And, and if it happens, you know, there's probably a lot of conversations <laughs> all day. Oh yeah. And it's all got of like sudden, a little, uh, yeah, like a little pull cord, so the red flag goes up <laughs> on top of it. <laughs> pull the cord, yeah, the red yeah, flag yeah. stop. You would think that they would at least have a, like an escape hatch yes. at the top. No, yeah. they don't have it. I'd be, I'd be going. Hey, I need a Billy. Club. You got, you got to go. You got one way in. One way out, and that way is blocked by trees when you're when they're rocking and rolling. So anyway, crazy. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Mike's got a question for you, Kevin. Let's see what okay. that is. Morning, Mike. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man. Was that was that you? I talked to you in Publix parking lot last week about your trolling motor. It was. Dude, you should be on alert for a call from my wife. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I ordered. I ordered that thing. I could still see you in the rearview mirror as I'm pulling away. You saw yeah, the her. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, Mike, you spent money, and the wife didn't know you spent money. That's right. Until oh, I called boy. her and told her that I did it because Kevin told me to do it. Oh, oh that's, wow. You know what? I'll take one for the team. Okay. Hey, that. so just for the record, Mike is the one who told me it was all downhill. Obviously, it's downhill for him. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so, so this, don't this spread the wealth my great. way. <laughs> Hey, I actually have a question for you guys. You know, I got, I keep my boat in St. Augustine. It's kind of set up for the offshore thing. And I'm thinking about getting a little skiff. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, I've really been looking at a tiller skiff. Okay. Is that, would you guys do that? Or would you just get the small console? I'd, I'd buy a small console Mako Bay skiff. A- absolutely. I tell yeah, you right the, now. The Mako, that, that Mako, Mako Bay Pro skiff is... Done. Is if you want a small one, I mean, I think they make a sixteen and a seventeen, um, and and that way you could use it for anything. 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 Things are awesome. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm. Something easy, just trailer around. That's right. Yep, that's what I'm looking for. Yep. If I'm looking for a skiff, that's it. Yep. They ain't even. There ain't even a, a question. It's. It, I'm, I'm just telling you. If you get on a look, and the, and the price points are unbelievable. Yeah, I, I really I, I like the look of that tiller skiff, but driving down the river halfway turned around, I just don't know long term how comfortable nope. that would be. Ain't yeah. doing it. Yep, I ain't doing you, it. Uh, you, all right, boys. All right, buddy. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Kevin, I- okay, buddy. Yeah, like I said, I'll take one for the team. <laughs> now the wife's really gonna get mad. <laughs> Well, yeah, Kevin and Jeff told me that I need to have a Mako base skiff. Yeah. Man, you got to listen to that outdoor show. They they sell all kinds of things. Uh, let's squeeze Harold in real quick. He's been hanging on for a while. Morning, Harold. Good morning, fellas. Um, happy birthday, Chris. By the way. Oh, thank you very much. 
You still sound like the guy, the little uh, pet off of Job of the Hut. And again, another insult. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be freaking kidding me. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't laughing now, Harold. Oh, man. That's great, Harold. Classic. Hey, uh, I sent y'all a message on uh, Facebook there. You can check it out if you want. But uh, I see that the Coast Guard, as of April 1st, they're implementing um, that. Uh, law that you have to have a kill switch lanyard attached to yourself. Y'all looked at anything like that? Heard anything about it? Kirk? I have not. No, but I mean, uh, what they're, you know, I understand that, that I guess there's a possibility they're trying to build more into uh, the safety issue and trying to keep everybody safe. I don't know where, you know, I haven't seen that. I haven't heard that either. That's something I haven't it, seen. It's, it's that, uh, Along the lines, I was trying to pull it up here, but phone's not working for me this morning. Um, anyways, it said uh, anything greater than three horsepower and under twenty six feet that uh, doesn't have a cabin is supposed to go in effect April first, twenty twenty one. Well, I know that 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 through some executive orders, some things of it have been, um, you know, brought up in the last month or so. I mean, the Coast Guard's got their hands full. Yeah, exactly. You know, God bless them, man. They got a tough job trying to keep everybody yeah. safe. Yeah, let's give them a bunch of more yeah. rules and, and exactly. laws that they, they don't want to enforce and make no sense. Just uh, Harold, here, I, I pulled it up here, and it says uh, the Coast Guard on the article that you sent to us, the Coast Guard announced that as of April 1st, 2021, it will implement the new law passed by Congress that applies to operators of recreational vessels less than 26 feet with an engine capable of 115 pounds of static thrust at three horsepower or more. Kill switch use will be required only when the primary helm is not within an enclosed cabin and when the boat is operating on plane or above displacement speed. Cutoff switches would not need to be used when operating in a no-wake zone, trolling, or docking, for example. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. So anyways, I just figured I'd bring it to everybody's attention. I, I know they're not going to be looking for you. I, I wouldn't expect, but... uh. Any old ways. I just figured I'd bring it to light. Yep. Interesting. Um, it's, one more it, quick question. It's an interesting gotta, date, too. Did you notice the date? April 1st. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Um, one more question. I got an uh, an older inflatable PFD, you know, automatic and or pull, pull cord. And it's it's been sitting in my garage for 20 years. I've only used it once or twice. And I'm really thinking about starting to use it again. Um, do you know if those things have like an expiration date? Anybody aware of that? I have no idea. A what has an expiration date? It's blow up. Uh, it's inflatable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everything Absolutely. has a yeah. Yeah. Everything. yeah. Essentially, your CO two cartridge. Okay. They do have expiration expiration dates. Okay. Dates. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. I'll have to check it out. I have to revisit it. Um, but anyways, well, uh, one more thing, Kevin. I listened to your dad's little uh, thing that y'all had on there a couple weeks ago. Yes. Man, that was that was awesome, dude. I tell you, he. He just knocked it out of the park with all the uh, history and everything. It was so cool. Yeah, it was cool. Everybody needs to go watch that and check it out. But y'all have a good day, fellas. All right, buddy. Thanks, thanks Harold. All right. Yep. Long overdue for a break. Yeah, thanks Chris for is nothing, 50. Harold. Call him at 904-641-1010 to wish him a happy birthday. Or if you'd like to join us right here. <laughs> oh, yep. Java, the, if you're out there, give us a shout. On the Dimnick Buick GMC <laughs> Outdoor Show. It's so hard to talk over this song. Then don't. It really is. 
Consignment Boat Sales, folks. They uh, they got some sales ready for you, which uh, also they need boats. So if you would like to sell your boat, whether it's a bay boat, a flats boat, a center console, doesn't matter. Go to jacksboating.com, or you can call Guy at 904-249-6225, and he can handle it. Now, whether you're looking to buy a boat or you're looking to sell a boat, call Guy again at Consignment Boat Sales, 904-249-6225, and you will be thankful that you did. Uh, Mike Kogan's chiming in here. Okay. Powered kayaks, trolling motor, more than three pounds of thrust, canoes, et cetera. See, he must be talking about the lanyard requirement. Yeah. Okay. So that could be, I mean, do you? By the way, we had a call about that too. That, uh, is it BS? That fate. No, the phase in begins on April fool's day. And, um, and they're going to be, they're going to be stopping people and educating them about it. And then, ah. and then come July is when they start really educating people. Just about what the it. Coast Guard wants to enforce. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah. they're so basically they're telling us we have to wear our kill switch? Yeah. Yes, you have to wear a lanyard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you. I can tell you this. <clears throat> that ain't going to change. Well, no. I mean, it's not going to change. No. That's a, t- that's a tough one to kind of enforce. I'm, I'm sure that they'll, they'll do what they can. Yeah. But I know they have a lot of priorities. Them, look, know? the Coast Guard's got more important things to worry about than somebody wearing a a kill switch lanyard and a face mask. Y- yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, give anyway. Anyway. Uh, hmm. So anyway, I, I was looking at the call in and I saw Danny. I'm like, "Hey, Danny from Tire Outlets calling in." Yeah, he's got some business this week. <laughs> so wait a minute. No, so different Danny. Different Danny, I guess. Different Danny. Might be, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but here's the story. Gordon was supposed to be heading to Georgia. Uh huh. Had a tire issue. Goes to Tire Outlet. Today? No, it was Thursday. 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 Okay. Thursday. Yeah. Cool. Happens to be close by the one that's on uh, Beach Boulevard, I believe. Uh-huh. That's where Danny was at that day. <laughs> so Gordon rolls up in there. He's got a few cold beers in the cooler, of course, because <laughs> he's heading to Georgia. He's got some smoked mullet. You know, you got to have an appetizer while you're in Georgia. Next thing you know, he's got... He's got Danny out there enjoying the mullet and shooting the breeze with him. And next thing you know, I get a text from Danny and says, hey. They were having a party. Need your credit card number. Gordon said that uh, you're taking care of his bill. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's too Classic funny. Gordon. He left. I was like, oh, Gordon has poisoned Danny. <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> anyway, just a funny story there. That was a funny story. <laughs> and he didn't make it to Georgia. He didn't make it. He did not. He had way too many problems. He he made it somewhere else, but he didn't make it to Georgia. Exactly. All right, let's go talk to Danny about the El Cheapo Sheep's Head Tournament. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Good. Good. Hey, first of all, Jeff, uh, congratulations on placing with your pitch. Well, thank you. We, we, uh, (laughs) We are starting to recover from losing by one one hundredth of a pound. Yes. So all all winter, uh, probably about once every other week to three weeks, 
um, take my boat out to the yard, uh, run water through it, uh, just keep it going, everything's good, uh, making sure that it just don't sit. And a week before the tournament, uh, decent weather and had nothing going on, so I'd already registered. So I thought I'd go ahead and just take my boat out, get a test run on it, get on the actual water, you know, check out my points and everything. And uh, I got it out. I couldn't get it up on plane. It was it was running maybe 16, 17 miles an hour. I got a Suzuki 200 on there. Uh. So I tried to I tried to ch- I changed out the oil water separate. I mean the, the gas water separator first. Changed the little fuel filter that's inside, you know, the candor. And uh, I thought it might be a plug or some wires. But I just I, I didn't want to work on it at that point out there in the water. So my wife was with me. I was like, let's just do a little bit more. So seven hour just going inside the river. Wife's not happy at all because she knows that it's not running like it's supposed to. And uh, finally, we uh, we put it up and we took it straight to um, where we got it from. It's still under warranty. I, I didn't want to mess with the plugs or the wires or anything. Let them handle it. And uh, unfortunately, uh, everybody else, I guess, had the same problem because they wasn't able to get it back to me before the tournament. Hey, darn man! I know. Did you get and, it back? Uh, but, you get it back yet? Uh, I, they called me this past week. Oh, so I'll get it when I get it. Now I got I'm busy this weekend too. Um, but one of the things I noticed, Jeff, I noticed you weighed your fish in pretty early. <laughs> Did no. you just get out real early that morning, get your fish, and get the heck on back in? No, I didn't weigh early. We no. we didn't weigh. Okay. And, yeah, they actually what? Why we uh, we literally weighed our fish while they were closing the line, the weighing line. Oh, okay. I thought I saw it early. Yep. Uh, how was uh? How did the weather get progressively worse throughout the day? Like oh my I god! No. Like the forecast showed. It, it when when the day started out, we were like, oh, "This is awesome. It ain't that bad. This is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not nearly as bad as what they were saying." And then by noon. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was ugly. It was it was howling. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, when I woke up that morning, I was sick to my stomach because they projected bad weather. And I woke up that morning, and I said, "Man, this oh, man, this is great." I would God, I wish I had my boat right now. And all throughout the day, my wife gave me that "I told you so" look because she she didn't want me going out because she knew how rough it was going to get later. And she knows me; I'm stubborn. I'm just going to stay and stay until I can't stay anymore. <laughs> And uh, by the end of the day, man, that wind was – I live off Crooked River, and uh, the wind was just ripping yeah. up there where we were at. Oh, it was smoking. It, it, it was, was – it, what is it, 10, 1030? Yeah. I mean, right when y'all were finishing the yep. radio program, it started blowing. It Big was time. spitting rain. Yeah. It was, it was blowing up yeah. 30 I didn't, miles I didn't an mind hour. The, 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 I didn't mind the rain. But then when that wind uh, – literally, yep. we're, we're in a protected spot, and still the gusts were literally – would move your rod. Mm-hmm. When oh, the yeah. gusts of wind will move your rod, yeah, that's, that's not good. Yeah. Danny, thanks, buddy. We got to run. Thank you, Danny. 904-641-1010 if you'd like to join us here this morning on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. And don't forget, folks, that uh, if you want to improve your little waterfront dream, CNH Marine Construction can do it for you. Docks, bulkheads, boathouses, boat lifts, they do it all. They repair, they replace, they keep things running smoothly. Outstanding people, and trust me, if they weren't, I wouldn't have used them two times already. CNH Marine Construction. You're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. It's time now for the LV Hires, Inc., your tip of the week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the southeast, helping your bottom line out. If you've got a job site that needs to keep the equipment running, don't depend on anybody that's unreliable. Depend on LV Hires, Inc. They handle it, folks, and uh, handle it without interruption and also helping your bottom line. This week's gear tip, there's some folks that are a little stupid cold-natured, sissified. <laughs> Ooh, it's too cold to go turkey hunting. But Man, I, you're just on a tear today. So some people got to get crap. those. Some people have to have those hand warmers in their pockets. Hey, man. Hand warmers in their jackets. Smarter, uh, probably not what harder. The, the person that I know who spends the most money on hand warmers is Fred Miles. Yeah. Yeah. He's got them all the time. He's got them in his neck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kirk, though, might he might be competitive no, with No, I know. Fred. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey, yeah. man. When your hand is going in that bucket full of shrimp. Yeah, listen. And, you, I, I, and your hand I gotta, starts getting I got to back him up on this. Because, I'm with you on Because that. yesterday, my guys oh, had wait. to take breaks. Seriously, it was it was cold, bro. Water temperature's I mean, 59 degrees. Yeah, it, it, yeah it no, was. Yes, yesterday morning, I'm with you. running north in that northwest wind, it was it was cold, Jack. Well, if you're sitting there in in the pre-dawn darkness and you're and you've gotten there at the correct time, you've uh-huh. got the bird roosted, you know where he is, and you're waiting and you're just waiting for the the woods to unfold, you can get a little chilly sitting on the ground. But let me ask you, seriously: the older you get, do you do you just not like to be cold anymore? Oh yeah, oh man, I'm, I'm, yeah. I am so much that way. Yeah. You know, I love to hunt and I love the cold weather, but I don't like to be cold. And if and if, it, if if I gotta have a hand I'm warmer, with you. then yeah. I'm, I'm, well, let's talk to the old man, Chris. You're 50. Do you like hand warmers? <laughs> <laughs> you wait. You wait. <laughs> now you know what, Chris. I, I am. I am a Boy, Christian I man. I am not one for getting even, eye oh. for an eye, tooth for a tooth. But boy, you're pushing it. Chris is rolling around. He's got six of them. He's got uh-huh. two in his back pockets. He's got two in his chest pockets. Oh, I got. I got two, two in, in my boots right pockets. now. He's got six going, and he gotta, stuffs two in his boots. That's how he He's going to come <laughs> running in here with a plastic knife here in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> That's your LV Hire Zinc gear tip of the week. Wow, if, uh, man. Wow. If Parker, and Parker, they're cheap. Parker just chimed in, Chris. Oh, dear Lord. He said that uh, you need an insulated dress. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Kilt. Mm. Oh, I didn't I, say it. it. And, and, and by the way, <laughs> just a huge reminder. Yeah. Also, if you're going turkey hunting, if you haven't been out there yet, you better damn well have a thermocell. Oh, because buddy. the mosquitoes are horrible. Yeah, and yeah. really bad. I, I bet. I mean, I couldn't believe. You know, usually on my property, they're not too bad. Oh, yeah. Um, I tried. The different year, bro. I tried Saturday evening to go bass fishing. They've been terrible. Oh, yep. Dude, I, I mean, I had to go in, Kurt. It was. They have I, I, been terrible. Yeah, I haven't even been up to our place. Oh, I, not I terrible. Can't imagine what? Not terrible. Terrible. I hate it. What, when what they, they are like in that. Fargo because that's the worst place in the world uh, for mosquitoes. I'll Jeff, how do you spell? It. Is that T U R B L E? T U R R. Oh, T U R R R I B L E. Yeah, you're just adding R's at random. <laughs> so the I'll never forget. And if Edzo, you're listening. I'll remember the story vividly. We went turkey hunting in Fargo, and uh, it was between the camp house 
and the and the gate on the on the highway, and there's a. And this a, is this is BT. This is before Thermosel. No, this was actually we had Thermosel. Oh, you oh, yeah. you did it, it, yeah. even did in Fargo. We we were buddy hunting. Yeah, this okay. was yeah even Fargo we had the Thermosels. Okay. So we're 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 working together on this turkey, and and we're at a spot. And I don't know exactly where the bird roosted. I, I want to say it was maybe later in the morning we found this bird, uh, or anyway day before. So anyway, we're set up. And this bird is gobbling. I mean, it's gobbling. And we're in like this, uh, what was called a dip site, which is like a little pond that the firefighters use to pull water out to fight wildfires. And it's kind of an open area around this pond. And this, we think we're, that's where the bird's going to go. We're set up. And, and Ed, because we kind of had to get scrambled and set up, ended up, you know, and he's coming from Virginia, so he's not bringing a lot of equipment. So he sets up, and then we scramble to get set up, and he actually sets up about 10 feet away. Oh, <laughs> well, and when you had the thermosel, I got the that's thermosel. what happened. I okay. got the thermosel. <laughs> Let me guess. The shoulders oh, started shrugging no. and twitching. And it was a little warm, and so he's oh. got a long-sleeve cotton T-shirt, uh, camo uh, shirt on. No jacket or anything. And this turkey, it's coming. It's, I mean, it's one of those turkeys that's just gobbling. And it's, you think it's going to show up at any time. Let and me, Let me guess. I've hang, heard that was words come hangs, out of your mouth. It oh. hangs up. Stop moving. And it's just staying out, staying out there just going. Could you see Ed like twitching? Did you see him going. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop that's moving, Ed. Torture. This is Fargo, bro. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's you can see just the slight little movements, yeah. you know? And uh, anyway, the turkey shut up and got uninterested and left. And it was like, oh, my God. And you're like, what? I said, alive. what? Eating alive. He goes, mosquitoes wore me out. I said, they bought you right through your shirt? And he goes, yeah. And he pulls his shirt up. It's covered with welts. Oh, my God. I mean- Hundreds, hundreds. He's tough of mosquito bites. I wouldn't. I couldn't have done it. Yeah, I'd have been rolling in the dirt. Hell, that turkey. <laughs> I would. Have, I'd have been coming back there, getting in your lap next to that thermosel. The, the only thing that might have rivaled his back that day from the mosquito bites was the time that we went fishing with Kirk and out at Mayport, and he took a quick bath on the boat and used. <laughs> Turtle wax boat wash. (laughs) And the the turtle wax, he literally took a shower. No. The turtle wax has wax. It's like a, you know, it's like an automotive wash. (laughs) It has like polymer wax polymers in it so that it helps seal the surface of your boat to help protect it from stains and everything, right? Well, what it also does is seal your pores Mm. on your skin. Hives. Oh my. His entire back broke out in like hives with pimples <laughs> within a matter of hours right when he was getting on the plane to go back home. Oh, oh God. I forgot all about that. <laughs> that was the one. He's oh. like, what are you doing? These, these no seams are eating me alive. I can't stand it. I'm like, they're not that bad, man. We're just kind of itching <laughs> yeah. a little bit. He couldn't handle it. He took a shower with boat wash turtle wax and literally... I mean, it that, just closed all his pores, ate him up, and he gets a total <laughs> rash breakout on the plane. Oh, <laughs> He calls me when he hits the ground in Virginia. He goes, 
what the hell kind of boat wash? I said, it was turtle wax. He goes, my God. He goes, my entire body is broke out right now. I might have to go to the hospital. <laughs> Why would you even think about doing that? I, desperation. He had to take a shower. But, we were okay, fishing all day. When he's in the thing. shower, did the water bead? Yeah. Oh. Oh, man. <laughs> I remember. That's pretty Was funny. he all shiny? Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Anyway, if you sprayed uh, water on him, would he beat? Did he did he come he out with that new up, car <laughs> smell? Yeah, he was beating up all right. <laughs> he was shining, buddy. All right, Fred hung on long enough. He's got a Travis Smith story. That's handyman Travis. Let's talk to Fred. Morning, Fred. Morning. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. 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 So uh, I don't know about a month and a half or so ago, uh, my buddy who lives next door to me, he sends me a text. He's like, "Hey, do you know any like handyman guys that can redo our deck?" And I was like. At first, I, I mentioned a guy that I knew, but he he was kind of busy. So I said, oh, well, I remember this Travis Smith guy that I've heard on the outdoor show. So I sent him the information, you know, didn't think anything of it. I hadn't heard from him. Fast forward to like um week before last, I'm on spring break and we're redoing our deck. It had gotten old and we're replacing it. And it had become a larger job than I expected, you know, as like is 12 years old. So, and I'm like, man, I, you know, um, and I noticed that my neighbor, there was this guy working on his deck at the same time. And I, so I texted him and I said, Hey, uh, how are you satisfied with this guy that's working on your deck? It looks like a really nice deck. He's like, yeah, Travis has been doing a good, a really good job. I'm like, no way you picked Travis. I'm like, you know, I didn't know that. So I'm like, I got to go over and meet him. You know, I got to tell him how, you know, how I heard about him through the outdoor show and stuff. So I run over there and I'm like, hey, which are, is one of you guys Travis Smith? And he's like, yeah, he introduced himself, like super nice guy. And it was awesome. But but one of the best parts about it was he's like, he introduced me to the rest of his crew. And he said um, his one, the guy that was working with him was named Dale. But the other guy's name was Lester. And I'm like, Lester. Oh, poor, poor you. <laughs> and, and Fred, your, your, your poor ears. Oh, man. And as soon as he started talking, I'm like, that's the famous, like, the chairman of the board. You know? <laughs> That's I, I right. Was, Hall of Famer. Yeah. I, I was so... In, 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 exactly. <laughs> he is the chairman was, of the Outdoor Show Hall of Fame. And yeah, he's back he in our good fantastic. graces because we got Apple Uglies. That's right. Oh, oh, fantastic. <laughs> well, yeah, so it was just awesome. I got to meet Travis and, you know, and meet Lester was great. We talked a little bit, but, um, you know, I'll just also you saying... No, just a little. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Fred. Fred, Fred, you didn't get to talk to Lester. You got to listen to Lester. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Yeah, let me let let me tell you a quick story, Fred. Okay. Yeah, go go. Uh, Yeah, Lester had to come by the house uh, Wednesday evening or something like that to pick something up for me because he's he's working Uh in St. Augustine, and my wife looks at me and she goes, "Where's Lester at?" And I said, "He's right there by the airport. He's he's, he'll be in about five minutes." And she said, "I'm going to go take a bath." (laughs) <laughs> she said, you you have fun, because she knew I was going to be out in the driveway for at oh, least yeah. 30 minutes. So oh, yeah. there's, there's just no way that you're getting around it. Nope, you know? nope <laughs> And it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was, he, it was great. It was, like, so great meeting him. And, you know, one other thing to say, like, Travis's work was, it was, re- he, you know, he does, like like you guys say on the show, I've heard, he he does fantastic work. I mean, that stuff looks like furniture out there. I mean, he does a really yeah, good job. Yeah, really Super good nice work. Guy. So, uh, so yeah, I just had to tell you guys about that. Thanks, Thank you, Fred. Yeah, that's, that's a good great. story. That's a good story. <laughs> Have a good day. All right. All right. So, uh, folks, uh, there, there's a perfect testimony. Don't me to Lester. <laughs> Handyman Travis, 904-510-4020. That's it. 510-4020 if you got any 
honeydews you need to get done. Handyman Travis is your guy. Again, 510-4020. And you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you're into big bass, big money, and you have a big heart for struggling families in your community, here's the perfect event for you. The Father's Heart 7th Annual Bass Tournament. Get the details and register at thefathersheart.us. Saturday, April 3rd in Palatka. $2,500 first place minimum payout plus a minimum $500 big bass prize. Help yourself to some big money and help hungry families too. Tournament proceeds benefit The Father's Heart, a local nonprofit helping families in Clay and surrounding counties since 2009. They deliver 4,000 meals every month, but the need has never been more urgent. Learn more at thefathersheart.us and register for the 7th Annual Father's Heart Bass Tournament. That's thefathersheart.us. Coastal Equipment, two locations, New Kings Road in Jacksonville and also out in Plenty. At the full line of Kubota products, Gravely Zero Turn Mowers, Land Pride Attachments, the Hot Seat Pressure Washers, and all the steel power equipment. So if you've got a spring honeydew, trust me, they've got the equipment to do the job. Two locations, go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com, click on the Coastal Equipment link to learn more. All right, so had a pretty cool experience this week. What is what is the favorite part of of any man's house. I mean, (laughs) besides the toilet. Is that with a magazine or without? Okay, you're a man cave. Yeah, what's the man cave? The garage. Right. Oh. Sure. Yeah. So. Yep. You bet. Got a garage looking to upgrade it. Want to make it right. Looking at maybe doing the two-part epoxy process. Mm-hmm. Yep, rhino process, rhino mm-hmm. floors. No, no. Well, I mean, there's a bunch of different brands yep. out there for the two part epoxy. So I was like, you know what? I want, I want to do something better. There's a, and I've heard that there's these new coatings that are like a polyurea. So I call this company in Jacksonville called Shark Coatings. I've seen a lot of ads about him. Steve uh, Mullen had that done to his garage. Shark. Shark coatings. Yep. Shark coatings. Okay. Right. Turned out really good. Perfect name for like an outdoor show advertiser. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. What are you yep. trying to say there? I'm trying to say we need to try to convince them to to advertise with us. And I just spent a bunch oh, of money with them. Oh, oh. That was so subtle. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. They show up this week. It's a one day install. Yeah. And so I was like, man, I got to see this. I got to check this out. So they bring out this um, diamond kind of thing. It, it looks like a floor polisher, but when you look at the bottom of it, it's got three of these circle things, mm-hmm. and it's contained in, so that when it's when they're when they're it's like a diamond etching or whatever they do on the floor to to rough it up so that it gets it ready right. for the coat. And then there's a HEPA vacuum that sucks it up. So it's as it's grinding, you know, there's not a ton of dust. Uh, Smoke slash Debris. dust and all that. Yeah. So they grind the whole floor of this machine, and then they work around the edges with by manual. <laughs> you guys are wearing respirators and all that kind of stuff. And literally, they take a, a 
after they get it all cleaned up and everything, they put this for the first coating on, and the first coating had like 15 minutes to work with it. And then you pick your color. And I chose this color called Pebble Beach. And But there's a bunch of different things that you can choose from, and it's, it's like these vinyl chips. And so they just start tossing them into the air all around the garage floor, and then they basically let do that, you know, through the whole garage floor and stages because you got 15 minutes again for each, you know, area you're doing. And, uh, and then after they get all the vinyl chips covered on the whole floor, they take a break for an hour or so, let it dry. They come back. They scrape the floor of those chips, vacuum them all up, and then they put the last coating on. And this flooring is like bulletproof. Right. Awesome. Right. I'm talking made a crappy garage floor that had the old two-part epoxy that was just falling off everywhere mm-hmm. else. It looks like money. Yeah. I mean, awesome. So thank you to Shark Coatings and uh, because they came in, the crews were professional, mm-hmm. and uh, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So, so for all you men out there, okay, uh-huh. like us, we spent a ton of time in the garage and a little money on your garage and make your man cave a little piece of heaven at Shark Coatings. Thank you again. That's cool. And, uh, and look, you, you guys know how we are. Mm-hmm. We don't plug anybody unless we're sitting there going – that pretty, was awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. And it was awesome. Yep. So, and I told them, I said, uh, I appreciate their time miss because I had a real tight window to get it done, and they, they're on, on Johnny on spot. That's cool. Anyway, yeah. all right, let's go to the phone lines and bring up Gerald. Morning, Gerald. Hey. Hey. I appreciate you for getting me up this morning. You what? I said I appreciate that you woke me up so, this morning. This is, this is Gerald right. Thompson, okay? So yeah. he tells me yesterday, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get up early, and uh, I'm going to head on up to Georgia. I'll meet you up there. So on the way to the outdoor show. You call him to wake him up. No, I call him because I figure he's on the road. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I got my phone up to mayor, okay? You can picture this. <clears throat> yeah. Nah. Oh, I, um, you're not on your way to Georgia, are you? I am, mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember we had, no. It's like a wake-up call at the fire had, station, ain't it? I yeah, had, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know, Pat. He called you Pat? I was, uh, Gerald, I can tell you're still asleep. Um, I'll call you after the show. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, but- even my wife was laughing at. <laughs> yeah, you know how we have we have sleepwalking. Uh-huh. Gerald has now termed sleep talking. Sleep talking. Yes. Well, that was funny. Well, what happened, Gerald? If you were going to join, I mean, you just hit the alarm and said, "Nah." No, uh, actually, I got up at three o'clock because my alarm, fire alarm in my house was going off, and I got to check that out. Bad battery, and when I'm so I fixed that, and it did. I said, "Well, I'll lay back down for a few minutes to get a good." Uh, <laughs> I think I got a phone ringing, and it's logging. And I, my wife said I was out of my mind. Yeah. She said I was mumbling. And I wish. Talking. I wish I had a recording on that. Mm-hmm. It was that good. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like. If if there was ever if you were ever trying to find somebody to to imitate Otis from Mayberry, <laughs> it was Gerald. That was it? That's funny, buddy. That was it. Oh Lord. Anyway, but I appreciate it. I'm on. I'm I'm headed up here now. All right. Well, 
Uh, find us a couple good ones. All right. I'll do it. All right. I'll talk to you after the show. Okay, have a good day. See, see, you. Thanks, Joe. All right, see you. You want to talk about according, funny? According to the text that I've got this morning, we haven't missed much. What do you mean? Windy. Windy and quiet. No gobbles. Really? Yeah. That's the. I don't course. doubt it, man. It's got to be honking. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, but I got to take it back. You know, I remember the first turkey that Kyle killed. I remember the story. It was blowing yep. to beat the band. Yep. Well, and we went behind the cabin over down the back of that road on the edge of that swamp hill and found one bird just gobbling his brains out. Yep. And I was like amazed. And he, that's the morning he killed the, the, coyote, the coyote and the and, turkey. And the, and the gobbler. That's still a great story. It's crazy. Yeah. So I, I get a, I get a text sharing my story about getting the shark coatings this week. Uh-huh. Kogan, polyaspartic, polyuria, whatever you want to call it. He says, doesn't slip when wet like epoxy and doesn't come up with hot tires, et cetera. Love it. Huh. There you go. And uh, it was cool. They had a. They have, you, you can get like two kinds of finishes. One is has a little bit more grip, and then the other one's a little smoother. Yeah. I chose the one with grip just grip. because I don't want to bust my butt. You know. So, but it's it's cool, man. It yeah, Steve is. Mullins got it in his he garage. Did? did the same thing. How long ago did he do that? Um, I want to say six months ago. Six, he loves it. Months. Oh, it's it's unreal. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful, dude. I'm telling you. It looks. It looks. Really I mean, you good. could drop a bologna sandwich mayonnaise side down on this thing when it's clean. <laughs> wipe it up. Just pick it up and eat it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. And you can like any dirt. You can just wipe up with a wet paper towel. Yeah. Money. Mm. Yeah. All right, take a break. Let's do nine zero four six four one ten ten. And uh, folks, don't forget about Hagen Coastal Outfitters inside Hagen Ace, and they've got another one coming online in St. Augustine here very soon. They've got the new one up open in Yulee. They've got the one in Green Cove. They've got all of your fishing needs for each location specifically, but then most importantly, they've got the full line of outdoor apparel and then all the kayaks, paddle boards, you name it, they've got them all at Hagen Coastal Outfitters. And a lot of people are running out of inventory. Hagen Coastal Outfitters is still getting it in, so go by Hagen Coastal Outfitters today. And if you'd like to join us this morning, 904 641 10-10 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. So if you don't think you can afford a Cadillac, you haven't been by Claude Dolan Cadillac and seen all their offers. And uh, also, if you're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle, and that includes trucks, go by there. Tell them what you're looking for, and they'll find it for you. Claude Dolan Cadillac, Luke Keenan on Southside Boulevard, just north of JTB. Okay, so question for you guys. Uh-huh. If you guys are turkey hunters, which you are, what's the first thing you need to do to prepare for turkey season? Right? When you, when you guys are getting ready for turkey season, what's the first thing you might want to do? Go through your vest. Well, well I, okay, so, okay, so I went through my vest. Yeah, I did last weekend. Oh no, what'd you find? Uh, you uh, like that? Uh, the, the the pack. You didn't of crackers. clean it out at the end of the year. Last no, year. I didn't. The pack of crackers. And I, I mean, oh. It, oh. moldy jerky. Uh, yeah, a little, little little old jerky, but yeah. So anyway, okay. I did. I cleaned up my vest. Okay, you clean out your vest. Yep. yep. Okay, one of the other things you might want to do. Okay, make sure you got ammo, especially it, it, nowadays, right? Absolutely. Okay, and and, and, and seriously, check, check your gun. Yep. Right. Yep. That's yep. another All one. All that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, make sure you got your decoys. Make sure you got your place lined up, uh-huh. mm-hmm. right? Maybe do a little scouting, but probably the most important thing is to 
know when opening day of turkey season Oh, yeah, is. that would be That's so yeah. critical. Look at the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're going to turkey hunt, you got to know what opening day is, right? Well, I mean, be but who me. who wouldn't? That's true. Uh, who if, wouldn't if look at a, a freaking well, calendar? Yeah, if you're a hunter, I, I mean, mean I seriously, under, I can understand. That's about the dumbest thing ever. Somebody does turkey hunt or just fishes. Ooh. They don't no, know what turkey. Nobody does sure, that. Yeah, yeah. But if you're a hunter, mm. nobody you would, does. You would that. know the date of yeah, turkey yeah. season, yeah. right? Well, sure. Okay, I just, I mean, there's some folks out there that Freudian slip that didn't know that today was opening day of turkey season. I mean, look, and I, I get it if there's some folks that aren't turkey hunters. Yeah, that they didn't well, know. Well, sure, that, they would. Yeah. Sure, they would know, right? But I mean, if yeah. you if you like to hunt turkey, mm-hmm. obviously you would and know you the date. You'd have it circled on the calendar. Well, you'd be making your plans. Well, your right. phone, the new phones give you a pop up. Mine had a pop up. Said, "Hey, did it? Yeah, really? Okay, yeah." yeah. You, you know, you I get, mean, you got to be really special. To and new phones do have the technology where you can. Google search turkey season. Oh gosh, Georgia. yeah, in like point zero zero and, three you know, seconds. But but if you don't have any friends, but but but, 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 then, but if you then, don't you have any friends, hunting. right? Yeah. But so <laughs> we talked about youth season last weekend. Utes. 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 We talked about the Utes. In both states, we talked about that. Yeah. Right. So if you right. have the Utes, what follows the Utes? I mean, maybe adults. maybe if you have a mind like a child, maybe you think that you know the oh. week before would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if if you owned land and you were in the turkey hunt, and you think you might know the date? I would like. think so. My goodness, yeah. if you have the land, oh, wow! Just, I mean, yeah, that take that's special. And you got turkeys. That's a special probably, kind of special. Probably no. Yeah. Oh, okay. Boy. Oh, just boy. saying. I just you know, there's a. And and I, I do believe that at certain times in the last couple of weeks, we have received turkey pictures. Uh, from a lot of our friends, I, yeah, yeah, and we've talked yeah. about the excitement of opening day of turkey. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's I'm, true. You, know. you can listen to it on the podcast. I yeah. think we talked about last weekend yeah. having young young folks. Do you guys know of anybody that forgot that today was opening day? Of no turkey? way, because nobody like would that. do that. I don't, I don't know anybody. No, I mean none of my friends right. would forget. Nobody that today is forget. opening day of I mean, turkey season. That's, Obviously, that that's has just occurred, silly because there's been a crack in the. Information system. I mean, you know, somebody has fallen so, into the crack. Somebody has had a major <laughs> snafu. Major snafu. snafu. Major. Yeah. Is, I'm just saying, is who, that who somebody that? that we or, know, or he thinks that we're a bunch of, you know, <laughs> poachers, <laughs> and we're going to start <laughs> yeah, a week, a week early. early. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're just you, saying that. Uh, I think the guy fishes on your boat a little bit, Kevin. Yeah. Oh. Does he ever forget when the dates of the tournaments are, too? No, no, he's spot on. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh. He's spot on. Tim. Anyway. <laughs> Good morning, Tim. Let's join Mr. Tim morning. Ward. Yep. Say, Tim, have you ever yep. forgot the date of opening day of turkey season? Not Tim. No. Hmm. I did not forget the date. So, so Leslie and I were up working the Seminole Cup up at Broadfield Plantation on the opening day of South Florida turkey season. So everything south of Highway 70 going across Florida, it opened up two weeks ago. And we're just we're just hating life because we're like, here we are working a sporting clay shoot. And we, we hadn't had a oh. – next weekend we're going. So last weekend we go to go turkey hunting, and we had a good friend that has a 1,000-acre ranch down there, and it's just on the south side of – Highway 70 over by Arcadia. And we go down there Friday night, spend the night, get up early, uh, 
Saturday morning and go out. And one thing led to another. We didn't get Leslie a bird, but we had one within 10 feet of her. And just, you know, the palmettos were in the way. She couldn't see, and it kind of turned and walked away and busted us. But, but you know, hunting with your wife or fishing with your wife or whatever is good and bad because, you know, we still have as much stuff. And, you know, and I'm an early morning person, and Leslie's not so much. So I'm always, you know, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, get out of bed, let's go, let's get ready, you know. <laughs> takes takes me about 30 seconds to get ready to go hunting in the morning. You know, it takes her about 30 minutes, so it's a little frustrating sometimes. So we hunt Saturday morning, see a lot of birds and everything, and it's, you know, it's all good. And I said, well, that's okay, we'll, we'll go out this evening. And, and uh, we went out that evening and, you know, got close, but still didn't get one to come in good enough. And, so we decided to drive around a little bit. So we we drove around. We we uh, snuck up some on some birds and you know found out where they're going to roost that night. So <clears throat> we have dinner. We go to bed. I set the alarm for five o'clock. I told Leslie we got to be gone at five thirty. We got now. What, what did you set the alarm on? What did what did you set on the alarm iPhone. on? Your on iPhone. iPhone. Okay. So I I set. We've got to be on the road by 5.30. We need to be in the truck going. We've got to get set up so we don't booger up the bird. So the alarm goes off. I get up. I'm like, come on, Leslie. There's no snooze button this morning. we got to go. we got to go. we got to go. We, we, we get in the truck. I'm looking at, the, uh, at my phone. You know, it's 5.32. I'm like, well, this is probably as good as it's going to get, you know, so I'm I start the truck up. We're driving down the road. I look at the clock on my truck, and I'm like, "Uh oh, uh oh, <laughs> time change." Why's time change. Truck, yep. why, why does my truck say it's four <laughs> thirty? Oh boy! And I'm like, "Oh my god!" My cell phone updated last night. Went to daylight savings time, and I got her up an hour early. <laughs> Sweet, we okay. good. So I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. plenty so of time to get set, set up." up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I go set the blind up. Even with the thermostel, the, the mosquitoes are fierce. And we're sitting in there, and she's just giving me the major stink eye. Like, seriously, you're rushing me to get out of bed. You won't even let me hit the snooze. And here we sit for two hours <laughs> before it even starts to get late. And, and, and to make it even worse, nothing. Nothing. Oh, oh, no. this, this, place, oh. this place we're hunting has uh, these beautiful little oak hammocks and then all these open pastures. So we can see for like 500 yards in every direction, you know, and these beautiful big giant oak trees and nothing. Oh. And now she's looking at me and we, we now we're sitting there after the sun's come up for about an hour. And I said, uh, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go see if we can find a bird somewhere, you know, so. Make a long story bearable. We drove for a little ways and saw one strutting down a, a uh, irrigation ditch, and we we uh, fanned it in and, and killed it. But uh, yeah, I was That's not a popular awesome. guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait a minute. You may not have started out as a popular guy, but yeah. when you fan in a gobbler and she gets it, it That's, doesn't get any better. Yeah. Yeah. Now you go take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the the other bad side about that is I got that within about ten yards of her. She couldn't see it either. So when it turned to run away, I had to shoot it in the back. Ah. <laughs> oh boy, that's awesome! Cool story. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
If you're hunting in South Florida for turkeys on the second weekend of turkey season, uh, be mindful of daylight savings time so you don't upset the wife and get her up at 4 o'clock. In the so morning. there's another one to add to the list, okay? Know when turkey season starts <laughs> mm-hmm. and know what time you need to get up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather be early than late. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, Me absolutely. Too. I'll sit there for an hour oh. in the dark or more. I'm I'm fine with it. She just didn't care much for it. Yeah, yeah. 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 As long as you have the thermosel. Yes. You know, yes, as, long as, as, long as, you know, as long as you have a thermosel, as long as whoever you're with, you really enjoy. Yeah. And that they don't have BO. That's critical in Turkey. Not have BO. Really oh, yes. I, never, I never thought about <laughs> but anyways, that. But, okay. I'm just saying. So, I, but it, uh, you're just saying. I, know, I, got a, I got a friend one time forgot his, yeah, forgot his underarm stuff. And, and it was on a hot morning. Yeah, it wasn't good. Just saying, I'm not going to say whose name it is. I protect the uh, innocent. Innocent, yeah. But uh, anyway, thanks, Tim. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. You Y'all have a good one. All right, brother. You Take too. care. Bye-bye. Mr. Tim wore Dupont Kriegel mm-hmm. shotguns, uh, calling in with a cool story, and and he won't uh, be killed by his wife. All right, uh, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, folks. Nimnik Chevrolet, 1550 Cassett Avenue. You always get treated right at Nimnik Chevrolet, both before and after the sale. And always remember, you get a best price guarantee from Nimnik Chevrolet. Go to NimnikChevy.com. And you're listening to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. So let's say that... uh You've got a dock, you got your boat out there, you got your trailer sitting in the driveway or in your yard, or you got a boat at Morningstar Marina. You don't have any place to put your trailer. Stack you got the, you got the HOA Nazis oh. in your community. <laughs> that, uh, yes. Sir, that trailer needs to be gone. We're not allowed to store trailers out in your yard. You need to have it put somewhere else. Usually you get the note first in the in the mailbox. Yeah. you know, And then you might get the old... Uh-huh. This is the um, uh, neighborhood patrol, yeah. neighborhood watch. And you're thinking, Hi. oh, somebody burglarized a car? I'm Joe. I'm the president of the Homeowners Association. Just want to let you know that that trailer out there in the yard is not okay. Okay, Joe. Thanks, t- Joe. Take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. Anyway, folks, stack M storage. They'll come by. They'll pick up your trailer. They'll take care of it, do a five-point inspection, all that. And then whenever you need it, they'll deliver it back to you. Stackmstorage.com. That's so, the letter M. Yeah, the letter M. All right, so uh, so as, as a landowner, yeah, okay, the 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 one the one of the best things that you can do to your property is prescribe fire, and it's uh, for for me it, it's and, and Jeff, I'm just like you. Uh, I, I don't have near as much to burn as you do, so you're kind of in a rotation of you burn this side one year, and then the, so it's mm-hmm. kind of a two year rotation. Anyway, it was my my year to to burn, and. It, obviously, we've had no, we've had no weather mm-hmm. to, to burn. Either it's been too too wet or too windy. I mean, we just. But anyway, Carrie and I were up going to the property on last Saturday. I was going to do some turkey scouting and had had a couple of days off. And and my buddy Floyd Knowles, um, who is retired from the forestry division, called me on Saturday afternoon. He goes, "Hey, it looks like we can burn tomorrow if you want to burn." Him and his son Marty mm-hmm. come out and help me burn, which I. I love having a professional there to help right. me. You know, because yeah. it burning is the most exciting and the most exhilarating and, and the most nerve wracking thing you'll ever do. Yeah. Anyway, called Sunday morning, got my burn permit. Uh, Floyd showed. He said, "You know, it's at the humidity factor." He knew, you know, everything. He said, "I'll be there about ten thirty, and it's about 30, 35 acres." 
And um, so he shows up, and and I, I before they got there, I, I had I'd done my fire breaks like three weeks ago. So I put the disc on the, the heroin, the, the tractor, and and went and redid Did all again. my fire breaks. Yeah. Touch them up. Yep, yep. So I, I, we're good. We're good, right? Gets there, Floyd, and and his son Marty has he has the four wheeler with the spray tank, the, the big twenty uh, five gallon tank of water, mm-hmm. you know, and and he. Him and I, all we do is Floyd's got the, the, the fuel in the fire, and, and we drive the fire brakes. Circle uh, the brakes. Circle the brakes. Circle the brakes. Man, we did. We got it. It takes Floyd no time. So once he, once he gets his corners done and his brakes, I mean, he, he lights it. I mean, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll let it go. And it doesn't take, it doesn't take very long. So we're pretty much, we, we literally, we got, we got 15 minutes to go. We got one little tiny, you know, spot to do. And Floyd says, Hey, you know, go around. I want you to go around. He's adamant about it. Check it. Check it. And, and Kirk, I, I'd I'd been around this thing 10, 12 times. The fire's out. Okay. I mean, it's, it's out. And I go around the corner and, 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 and look and it it, flared up and it flared up and jumped. It, it It was in my neighbor's property. Oh Lord. And I had, and, and Marty was with me, and, and, you know, your first reaction is trying to get out, find, find something to put, well, there's just no way. The wind had switched, and it's, it's burning. So I go around with a side-by-side, and I grab Floyd, I, and, and I grab the tractor, and so we go flying back around there, and it's flaming really good by now. And I was able to get a fire break around it. Thank goodness that I had the harrow on the tractor, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's still... It can it can jump at any time. So then I run back and grab. There's there's a pond about 50 yards away from there. I grab four or five gallon buckets. Grab Carrie and I mean. So we start doing the, the high bucket brigade. Yeah, bucket brigade. You know. Anyway, we got it out. It's, you know, we, we we did good and everything's good. So anyway, we're all up at the house and um, they're they had a cooler and they're they like to drink cokes because that's what they drink you know we're sitting there we're, and Floyd's like hey how's the fishing been you know as, as in the pond mm-hmm. and I said um I said man I said well the the, the brim are like crazy and he goes you got some big brim I said yeah man. I said they're huge he goes you need to get rid of some and I said I actually do and he goes well Marty's grandmother would like to come out this afternoon and maybe catch some brim and a little bass or something I said dude come on so anyway um Marty and Miss Flo Show up, and they go down to the dock. Miss Flo's 92. Wow. All right? This was the coolest thing, because I asked before they left. I said, do I need to bring some chairs, put some fishing rods out? And Floyd's like, bro, she does this all the time. She's a professional. She is a professional. Seriously. She showed up with, like, the little um, surf cart buggy. Yeah. With all of her, her stuff. stuff. Like, four or five rods. Crickets. Uh, red wigglers, wigglers, wigglers. Okay. Well, here was a cool thing, man. She sets her chair up. She's, you know, she's got the red wigglers and she's chucking. She's had the, the little collapsible basket, you know, yeah. that you throw in the water yeah. and keep your brim in. She's, I mean, she's stuffing them in there. Well, I'm sitting there watching her, you know, and I'm going, man, this, she could fish, man. I was watching her. Well, then she, as she throws the, the red wiggler out, she sets that down on the dock. Well, she picks up a, a bass rod. With a top water lure, Uh-oh. and throws it, and, and she's walking the dog. What? Yes. 
Wow. I'm going in. Boom. She gets, gets a bag. No she, way. Honestly. She's got, walking she the dog. She is walking the 90, dog. Dude, 92. 92. 92. She's walking the dog. And I'm going, that is awesome. All right. There's a lot of people out there going, what the hell's walking the dog mean? Yes. Okay. There's a topwater lure. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple different manufacturers. Yeah, there okay. is. There's one, which is the term I think came from, which was a, a bait called a top dog. Mm-hmm. And it floats. And when you twitch it, it jerks to the right. It's a stick bait. Okay, yeah. yeah. And then you jerk it again, it, it twitches to the left. And so you twitch it. And so there's an art and a timing and a cadence when you're working the rod to get this bait to go right, left, right. It's left, like a wounded right, minnow. Left, right, left yeah. across the surface of the water. Yeah. Yeah. And that's called walking the dog. Yeah. So she's walking she's the dog walking at 92. She's, at 92, she's, okay, so they, they get done. She's got a basket. That's awesome. Basket. Oh, I was loving it. It made my heart, you know, and, and, and so anyway, she they get done, and, and she walks. How big was that bass on top water, by the way? About two pounds, nice. which is perfect. Take it. You know, yeah. all, all the buck bass take, take. So um, she gets done, and, and um, she walks right up to me. And she goes, I, I just want to thank you for letting us come out. She goes, my name is Florence. Most people know me as Miss Flo. And, That's my grandmother's and, name. Okay, yeah. yeah. Cool. And and she's talking to me, and she said, look, she said, this is great. She said, Floyd won't let me drive by myself <laughs> at 92. Um, so I have a friend that that sometimes will go fishing with me. Do you mind if, if you're here? Can we come out sometime? And I'm like, Miss, Miss Flo, you can come anytime. You and, call her Flo? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a natural yeah, fit. Yeah, so I said, Miss Flo, you can come anytime. And, and Floyd's like, her friend's 82. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, well, what, whatever, as long as you let them drive. Yeah, I, you sure, know, yeah. yeah. So, and then here's here's the kicker. Mr. Plow goes, do you like fried apple pies? Oh, no. And I went, I went. Ding, I, ding. I, I, I went, I went. I, I'm, I, honestly, the first thing I did was thought about you guys. I was like, oh, they're going to love this. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, Miss Flo's like, the next time I come, I'll bring you a couple fried apple pies. When is she coming? <laughs> well, hopefully this weekend. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Isn't that funny? But Food for fish. Yeah, you got to love it. it. Man, it was, uh, it was so cool having her out and so cool talking to her. and Watching her fish, though, man, and just bring back memories of my grandmother. And she, she, she could, I'm telling you now. You're, she she's working. Yes. Okay. A wiggler on a on a court. Yep. With one. Uh huh. And then got a top dog with the other rod. That's talent. That's talent. A, that's a testimony and, to and, country and, folk. And, and right let me there. tell you, catching fish on both of them. You know, major uh, skills. Yeah. Miss Flo. Hard Did you get a picture of her? No, but I will. Oh, bro, you got a picture of Miss Flo. Because I'm telling you, when you see her, you'll go. Oh yeah, that's Miss Flo. You got you got to get a picture of Miss <laughs> yeah. Flo. Okay, I'll do it. And then we'll put her up on our outdoor show yes. Facebook page. Let everybody kind of see what Miss Flo it was, looks it was like. Fun man. All right, nine zero four six four one ten ten. We come back. We're going to do a ring power tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Since it is the opening day of turkey season, is it? Uh, yeah, yeah. We got a little ring power tip, uh, you know, to do with turkey season. Oh. Oh, it, it is opening day in Florida. Yeah, it is. And Georgia. It, and oh, Georgia, yeah, yeah. Well, see, I always – there's some people that probably thought that since Florida's opening today, Georgia would open up the next week because that's sometimes how it, it has right. happened. That, that, yeah. That's sometimes, the way it used to be. People just don't know. Right. Yeah, you're right. Right. So, But <clears throat> but because it is opening day of turkey season in Florida and Georgia, uh-huh. we have a turkey tip. That relates to that. And uh-huh. Ring Power folks in the Cat Rental Store has the youngest fleet in the industry – which means it's dependable, and the folks that operate Ring Power and Cat Rental Store make sure that you have exactly what you need for the job. 
So go to ringpower.com to learn more. And this week's tip is, favor. today's what? blowing like 18. Yeah. You know what? If it's blowing 18, I can't hardly hear turkeys that are far away. You know what I'm going to do? Because if I can't hear them, the chances of them hearing me yep. aren't great either. I'm going to start ripping my box call as loud as I can. And and that's the that's the whole key when it gets windy. I was looking at the forecast yesterday, and I was looking you know, in, in Florida and Georgia, and I know there was going to be a lot of folks out hunting this morning. And, you know, when, whenever, whenever people teach you about turkey calls, a lot of times, Jeff, they're like, look, be quiet, light calls, call every 15 minutes, you know, don't overcall. When it's windy, just the opposite. Let it rip. Let, let it rip. I yeah. mean, hit that slate call as loud as you can, that box call. Um, it, it becomes, and it, have a little patience. And have a little patience. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, anyway, just a just a little tip there for guys that turkey hunt all the time. And, and like I said, when it's when it's windy like that, man, don't don't be shy. Don't be shy to call at all. No, not not one bit. And make sure that uh, you've got a good hide, so that when your hands are moving with that box call, you know your hands are covered. Sure. You know what I mean. Whether you're in a pop up blind or you build a natural blind, whatever you do, make sure that you're concealed, so that when you are operating some of those calls if you're not using a diaphragm mouth call, that you can keep your movement concealed. Yeah. That's your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. And it's not too late to participate in opening day. No, it's not. No. no. Just, just saying, if I'm, you forgot. I'm going to be participating this afternoon. Yeah, if you happen you. to forget mm-hmm. or forgot that today <laughs> is opening day. Pack your stuff and it, go. There's been more turkeys in my lifetime for me mm-hmm. killed between – Keep twisting that. Between nine and noon, uh-huh. than there has been between daylight and nine. Mm-hmm. So, get going. Yeah, daylight and nine sometimes can be the most Tough. frustrating time, frustrating. man. Dad gummit. By the way, we uh, we have Tara made a breakfast Ooh. quiche that's just outstanding. Ooh-hoo. It is. I I gotta say, it's probably the best I've ever had. She does an, an outstanding job with them. There's if a lot that's of stuff a scratch on this, recipe. On this table. Huh? That's, if that's scratch, that's, that's her. That's, that's outstanding. Man, but the Kirk crushing. brings in, which is not good for my figure, but it is good for my stomach. <laughs> yep. An apple pie and a blueberry pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miss Kate said, "Get these out of the house." What, Breakfast of champions. I mean, they had like. What a did little... you? What, let me let me guess. You went into Publix to get something for Kate or for yourself. I didn't have anything to do with it. And you happened to Ooh. walk by the bakery section and you saw these pies that were on sale, and you're like. Oh, yeah. Got to have them. Buy I, one, get one. I, I didn't have anything to do with it. Tim Carney calls me oh. the other day when I come in, and Tim's got this connection with Publix. Mm-hmm. And he always goes, hey, I left you a little something in your cooler. You know, and that, I think that was on Monday. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I, I get in, and, of course, there's two pies in there and cookies. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get sick here. But everybody tells me, I, I mean, Dr. Pennington says, if you're going to get a, a pie at Publix, the best one is – the fresh blueberry pie, and that's what that is. Mm. And obviously, it must be good because you're sucking it up. It's pretty good. The apple pie is just as good. Yeah, you know, I, and I don't know. The blueberries and the strawberries this year have been outstanding. Yeah, I don't yeah, know why. I love the blueberries. I do too. But mm-hmm. the strawberries, man, have been awesome. Well, the tangelo I mean, that really we had good. on our tree this year were outstanding. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So you know, I'm, 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 I'm digging it. I love. I mean, I love a good apple pie. Oh, me too. Miss Beth, which is uh, Casey's wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys have had her apple pie. We oh, yeah. have. 
unbelievable. Yeah. We haven't had one in a while. We haven't. So, kind of starting to forget. We had a message that, you know, there was a message that she was going to show up when you were gone or something. A whole old, huh? whole old, yeah, yep. She did. She did show did. up? Casey did. Oh, she showed. Casey did. Oh, yeah? At the consignment boat sales. Oh, yeah? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was in the wrong wow. spot. <laughs> you were you were in the wrong spot. Yeah, I was well, in the wrong spot. Yeah, that's that's true as and, well and, for and, the fishing. I was out there in that <laughs> nasty weather. It, 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 four loaves of the banana bread. No way. Yeah. Oh. Mm, and four. I said, Casey, I said, am I supposed to? And he goes, Kevin, she made this for you. This is what he said, for your birthday. And I said, well. He was talking about the one loaf. No. He, he said, "You do whatever you want with them." I the said, "Okay." Whole order. So I gave a loaf to Guy. Uh huh. That was Simon very. Boatsell. That's very thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I gave. I gave Scott him. Scott took one. I asked Scott, and he said no. And I asked uh, Big Bill, and he said no. And so I remembered at that time that you my were daughter hungry. and my granddaughter oh. were going to be in town with the new boyfriend, and then Grandpa Jimmy and Deb were going to be here. So I took all three home. You right. commandeered them all. All dear. Was uh, it your and, bir- and, wait a minute. And, and was your birthday? Yeah, yeah. What's that? Was it your birthday? Well, they, she did it for my birthday, which was the week the week, week before. Oh, which they did. He didn't make it on the the weekend of my birthday. Okay. But anyway, well, it's I, Chris's that's, that's birthday. Where, that's where it all happened. It's Chris's fiftieth so. birthday. Yeah. So what's yeah. Up well, that's that? what the pies are for, right, Chris? That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Chris. Clearly. Happy birthday, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for getting the ones that weren't sugar free. They're sugar free pies. Yeah. Yeah. Just go ahead. Full Indulge yourself. Thanks. Thanks, Kirk. Happy. Thanks birthday. for looking out for me. Happy fiftieth. It's a good thing. Those pies are good though. I'm trying to for kill real. me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just a, walked out uh, to outside. open the door. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I got a, the, before you before you do. I got a text. Okay, somebody who's turkey hunting. You see that? That's obnoxious. That's a huge gobbler. So Fred Miles sent a picture of this big old gobbler next that's, to his how golf cart. How did he get cart. that? That's like somebody's pet. I think so. Yeah, it must be. It's got to be a pet turkey. Is it a is it a wild bird or is it one of those white birds? It's a wild bird. I mean, it's right next to the golf cart. For I know Dr. Boggs and his wife, Sarah, every once in a while, will send me videos. They live over in Deerwood Country Club Yep, of the gobblers walking up to the SUV and gobbling in the window. He sent me one about a year ago. Yeah, because they, they see the gobbler in the reflection. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Smart in birds. Deerwood Country Club. <laughs> and they outsmart And they're out like, chasing them in the yeah, they're, yeah, that's right. <laughs> chasing them in the street. I had... I was Gobbling to, in the windows. Uh, Crazy. Remember when we used to go where we used to turkey hunt at years ago over in Green Cove? Yeah, Me and you, we yeah, went over that yeah. one time. With the ostrich. They had an ostrich. <laughs> oh, I've been over there a couple times. <laughs> I remember, uh, wasn't that the deal that Mitchell set up? Yeah. Tommy Mitchell? Yeah. Then this, a, then this ostrich was mean. Yeah, yeah it was mean. They, mean. Mean as a snake. Oh, I remember the, the warning was, whatever you do, don't cross that fence That's right, right there. Yeah. Because why? I, but I thought it was an emu. And no, it was an ostrich. No, it was an ostrich. Yeah, okay. it was an ostrich. Okay. I was told. I was told not early on, but later on. I was told if that ostrich <laughs> goes to attack you, then you can do what you got to do. So, so funny story, real quick. I remember, I remember that Logs, story. Logs and I were over there, and I said, so, "Logs, I ain't going that side." I was kind of hoping. <laughs> yeah, and, and Jeff, Jeff, said, I'll take that side. The the, the ostrich is up. And so he went down in the swamp, and I went to the other side. And right at daylight, I hear, I'm like, oh no, dead ostrich. I'm like, oh no, I'm texting him. I said, did you kill the ostrich? I care what I shoot at. Uh, It it was you. you, I got a turkey. Yeah, you got a turkey that morning. Yeah, 
Yeah, but there was there was quite a few shots. That that ostrich, no kidding. Uh huh. And you knew where the fence was, and when that Joker saw you, he came a running. Yes, that and was the day you and I sat in that ground blind. Remember, and we sat there for two hours mm-hmm. and ca- called and called, and we were worried about the ostrich. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Jeff goes, "My back is killing me." He said, "I got to move." And both of us go to get up on one knee, and here's the gobbler. Remember, he's coming he's right up there. over the hill. He was yep. right there. And we, he was silent. Oh. Never, never said a word. But I'll never no, forget when we went to make a move and we're kind of walking down the fence where the ostrich is at. That ostrich, as soon as he saw you, dude, he, he made a beeline yeah. for you. Oh, he'd, he'd follow you right down the he fence. He would come running. And his neck would hang over and yeah, the, he would, the fence. He would get to the fence, and then he would lean forward and then – Puff his wings out, kind of make himself look big, and would kind of go side to side. Yeah, that side. was weird. And it was this little thing like, I'm going to tear you up if you come over here to this fence. And his legs looked like. And all I was man. curious about is if, because I wanted to get on the other side of the fence because there was a turkey goblin over there one time. And all I was thinking is, is will this number six shot penetrate that head? That big old head. <laughs> it's going to have to be close. Well, and the other thing was the dog on hooks on the bottom of that thing's feet. I mean, it had, what is it, spurs. Big old spurs. And they said that's how they kill you, with their feet. They stomp you to death. Oh, that's just great. All right, so let's take a break. Uh, Gordon just sent me a picture. He is setting up, he's got a problem with pigs. And we, uh, what was the name of the pig system where it has the drop gate? Oh, yeah. And it was on, like, a video camera. Called a sounder system or something like that. Yeah, it was. See if you can find out the name of it. Kyle, Kyle bought one of those. Because... Gordon just bought recently a different system. So now there's an alternative to where you can catch the whole sounder unit. Yeah. And uh, the one that was. Has he got pigs in Georgia? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah you, remember, you remember when I went to the quality of QDMA mm-hmm. conference in the summer and I went to the whole presentation? Yeah, he had a trapping seminar. And they, have the, they set up these circular traps and they have a gate that he set up to where they can monitor it. And the guys that were running the. The company were former military, and, and they were coming in and doing it for you, or you could buy their system. When we come back, we're going to talk about that system and this new system that Gordon bought that is uh, a much easier alternative to operate. And it's, well, The other one was called the Jaeger Pro. That's right. Hall Control System. Yep. So we come back, we'll talk about sure. the Jaeger Pro, and then we'll talk about this new one that's out there. Thank you, Dave Edwards. He just texted me Jaeger Pro. Appreciate that. And uh, if you'd like to join in the show this morning, 904-641-1010 right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. If you're into big bass, big money, and you have a big heart for struggling families in your community, here's the perfect event for you. The Father's Heart 7th Annual Bass Tournament. Get the details and register at thefathersheart.us. Saturday, April 3rd in Palatka. $2,500 first place minimum payout plus a minimum $500 big bass prize. Help yourself to some big money and help hungry families too. Tournament proceeds benefit The Father's Heart, a local nonprofit helping families in Clay and surrounding counties since 2009. They deliver 4,000 meals every month, but the need has never been more urgent. Learn more at thefathersheart.us and register for the 7th Annual Father's Heart Bass Tournament. That's thefathersheart.us.
Nimnik Buick GMC, you always get a best price guarantee at the Nimnik family of dealerships, and you got great selection. And if you want to make that tax rebate, stretch a little bit farther, go by Nimnik Buick GMC and check out what they have. Big inventory and also great used car selection as well. All right, uh, this pig control system, one thing that we have, I think everybody in the Southeast has been dealing with to some extent. Some people think it's great, and some people don't think it's so great, and that's pigs. Mm-hmm. Some people that like to shoot them and hunt them think it's great to have pigs. But for landowners and everything else, they can cause major problems. They become a total nuisance, causing millions and dollar, millions and millions of dollars in damage to uh, lots of crops. I mean, the crops can be row crops. It can be pine trees. It can be uh, just Nocatee's landscaping damage. They love grass. Dude, they love oh, grass. They'll eat St. Augustine. <laughs> Man, buddy. Oh, buddy. Yes, they'll tear sir. it up. And they're terrible on your roads. If you have roads, oh, dirt buddy. roads. Oh, yeah. Oh, they'll tear them all up. They tear up everything and everything. And they, man, they, they, they populate like nobody's business. I mean, they go in the heat. A sow go in the heat multiple times in a year and mm-hmm. have multiple. They can start breeding at six multiple. months. Six months old. Yep. Yeah. Six months old. And they have multiple litters in a year. So they just, man, it just explodes with population sometimes. So there's a company that has been around for a while. And I saw their presentation at the Quality Deer Management Association annual meeting that they had in the summertime. This was back in uh, – where the University of Georgia is up around Athens. And it was cool. It's a system that they build this circular cage and it's higher and it has a a door and they leave the door open and feed the pigs, feed the pigs, feed the pigs. And then you have a camera slash video camera slash, I think it's a video camera that's on site. And so you keep track of when these pigs are getting in there. So you want to make, you want to drop the door when all the pigs are in. So you monitor the system and then once they're all in there, you can remotely from your couch, maybe three hours away. If your need iPhone. Be, yeah. All you got to do is mash a button. Push a button. Drop the gate. Drop the gate. Yeah, Kyle bought one of these systems. He and actually went to that seminar. It's pretty cool. And he bought one for his company. And pretty cool. And used it a couple times, yeah. But there's another alternative out there that Gordon just bought, our, our chef Gordon, and it's called Pig Brick. Pig Brick. Go to pigbrick.com. Like and you're being into Brick. Check this out. Yeah. And this is neat. It's uh, again, it's pigbrig.com, and it is a pig brig trap system. Essentially, you're putting these fence posts in a circular pattern. You're reinforcing this to make sure that they're strengthened and where they stay. And there's a net system that connects to all of these fence posts in a big circle. And so you you have an area, you find the pigs, you feed them, get them into the one spot, then you set the system up. And then you have this net that is elevated. You keep it in an elevated position underneath where you're baiting. And then you let the pigs get comfortable going underneath of this net to eat the corn or whatever bait that you're putting out. And then once you have gotten a large number of pigs that are comfortable going under the net to feed, you drop the net. Well, the pigs come, and now they see that the net is dropped, and they've gotten all their – they can smell all the corn and or whatever food that there is. The edges of this net are pulled up just a little bit. And so they can put their nose and go under this net. And then when they do, they get into the capture system and they eat and they can't come out. Right. Well, they don't really panic or anything because they're all feeding and the more pigs continue to go underneath. And then next thing you know, you got the entire group under this net and they're trapped. Mm-hmm. And then you come there. And uh, so it doesn't require surveillance. Right. Once you decide to set it, you know, and you feel comfortable that they're all coming, you set it. And then 
then they naturally go underneath, show up the next morning, and then you uh, handle them. Uh, Definitely hand, different. Send them off, and it's, it's a it's little not, different system. It's not overly expensive. Not yeah. com- compared to, yeah, what is the Jaeger Pro, yeah. Kurt, by chance? Uh, if I remember correctly, the Jaeger Pro system, because you have, you got fence panels, fence posts, you have a gate, you have the monitoring yeah, camera, you have to have the subscription to all that. Yeah. Whereas this system, you can get the system it's and then just a regular old trail camera. Yeah, and you yeah. Just, it's, yeah. It's, it's more, I think it's a little bit simpler. Yeah. yeah. And it's obviously a little bit more affordable, I, if I remember correctly, on the Jaeger Pro system, because this pig brig system is about uh, the professional trap system is about 2200 bucks. The stopper trap system is 1850 which I don't know if there's a difference between the two of them. I'm not exactly sure. But the Jaeger Pro, I think, is much pricier than that. But anyway. Yeah, I keep trying to find Here we so, go. Well, see if you can find it. In the meantime, yeah. let's go talk to Jonathan. He wants to talk about a hog trap. Morning, Jonathan. Hey, what's happening, fellas? Morning, bud. Hey, uh, yeah, we got a uh, we got a farm in Mississippi over near the river, and uh, we had we we never had hogs for years, and uh, just started getting them. And we bought a system uh, called the Big Pig Trap, which over there there's two big systems. It's they're the Halo Trap. So you got the the Big Pig Trap, and then you got the Boar Buster. And uh, the Hog Eye is the software system that we use. And, uh, those guys over there, um, at hog guy, they've got a great team behind them because you obviously get in a lot of areas that don't have great cell coverage mm-hmm. and, uh, they're really, they got a team that can really, uh, they can get directional signal boost boosters. And I mean, they, they go to work for you. So, um, cause we had some of that issues because we were so you know in the middle of nowhere with no cell uh, coverage but i tell you we uh you you really when you can catch that whole sounder i mean i wouldn't even mess with any other trap because we've tried pretty much everything but when you can catch that whole sounder and and i mean it's just amazing the difference it it it, 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 did you catch the whole sounder Oh yeah, I mean yeah. we've caught in. I mean we don't have the hog problem like South Georgia does, or right. you know what I mean, or even Texas, or you know in my area it wasn't that bad. But I mean, you know, they were definitely schooled to the game as far as you know us going in and out of the woods, and it, it was they they were strictly nocturnal. Yep. Um And <clears throat> when you can sit in the bed and you get an alert and you look and you got you know twelve hogs in the trap. And I mean, even if you got an AR with night vision or a thermal scope, you, you're not killing all twelve. Of them. No, that's right. No, you're not. You know, and you know, you 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 look over, roll over in bed, and you're like, well, there there's twelve. And you sit there and watch it for about five or ten minutes, and know that there's no more coming in and out. You drop it and go back to bed. Next morning, you go take care of business. Man, I wouldn't be able to sleep after I dropped it. <laughs> I would be. I'd be it so fired fun. up. I'd be like, man, I can't wait till the morning. <laughs> <laughs> my eight-year-old, I, I went to dinner last week. My eight-year-old uh, was at the house, and uh, I left my phone. Me and my wife went to dinner. I left my phone at the house with an accident. We, uh, my wife left her phone in the truck, you know, trying to get a little quiet time. And we get back into the into the truck after dinner, and uh, my son had called my wife uh, 13 times. Oh, God. Oh, gosh. And, uh, so we freak out, 
you know, call, call the house, you know, uh, is, is everything all right? You know, my mother-in-law's there. Dad, I, I called a 300 pounder. He's 300 pounds <laughs> all day. He's 300 pounds. <laughs> this is 600 miles away. Oh, you know? that's great. Yep. So very cool. It was fun. It's, it's good times. But I tell you, the big, the big pig trap, uh, they're a little bit smaller than the boar buster. The boar buster, I think, is like a 13 foot circumference. It's big. Uh, the, the the big pig trap is for tighter areas. It's it, two men can move it in about 30 minutes. Yeah, it's a lot cheaper um, than Jaeger. The Jaeger's like forty one, forty two hundred dollars. Right, anywhere four to five grand. Yeah, yeah. and then this one's like yeah, eighteen hundred. Yeah. Oh the, yeah, the the I think I'll tell you. You know, when they first came out, it was nothing to have ten grand in the system. Oh, absolutely! Wow. No, you do the Jaeger stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. With yeah. the uh, with the monitors, high dollar stuff. That. I remember when I went to their seminar and I was looking at the prices. I was going, man, I got a pick problem. Ain't that, I, yeah. that, that much. I, is it that big of a problem? Yeah. Bullets are coming cheap. Well, yeah. you Lots know, bullets, we scope over there where we over there where we're at. You know that the way that that land lays over there with all the washouts and the river and and the way you know that that soil is over there, they've caused so much problems that you know um, uh, from what I've heard, you know, so they had that like y'all were talking about. They had the 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 uh, the, the show over in Jacksonville. What was that? You know this past year or a year before or something, a lot of guys came over here and they had a big show downtown, but um, they were talking about the federal government getting involved and giving a lot of farmers and giving a lot of landowners uh, grants to buy them. Huh? I, I don't doubt it. So yeah. I don't doubt it. that, that, you know, well, might be something you want to look at. All right. Well, Jonathan, hang tight. Uh, appreciate your call. We're going to get uh, Dave on. If Chris will answer his phone ringing. Is he's um, there? He is. Well, he's that's 50, Dave. You know, yep. when you're fifty, Mr. Dave Edwards is going to chime in after this break. Thank you, Jonathan. Yeah, we'll get uh, yeah. some. Of his, thank you, Jonathan. We're going to get some of Dave's thoughts on this, okay? Because he's dealt with this, and obviously, as a wildlife biologist, and he's got his own company, Tall Times Consulting, where he helps landowners with deer management, which mm-hmm. pigs are obviously a problem and a hindrance to that. Yep. He's dealt with it, so uh, we'll get some of his thoughts. Right after this, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right, so before we go talk to Mr. Dave Edwards to talk about this hog trapping system, we got to do a Kirby Co. Builders Cooking Tip of the Week. Wow! Kirby Co. Builders, industry leader and proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finish on both commercial and residential products. And they take pride in their work habits and their work. So if you want to check it out, go to kirbycobuilders.com to take a look at some of the projects that they've done. Uh, absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. This week's cooking tip comes Chris. courtesy of the old man. man Chris. Yeah, the old man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. And, and he has the audacity to show us all those wings that look so good that we never get the taste. We, here's the crazy thing, Chris. We have, we have, me and Tara have a Ninja coffee pot. Uh huh. Yeah. And yep. so is Ninja now a brand name? Oh yeah, yeah. Ninja's I didn't know legit. That. Yeah, we have a Ninja mixer, and that's and that's how we knew about it because that thing's amazing. So, but Chris, you bought this Ninja Air Fryer Max XL. Yeah, yeah. So we went. We actually went to the store to get a sous vide, 
and they were out of stock. So I was just looking around and I saw this air fryer and I was like, man, that's something I always wanted. And so we're like, okay, well, let's pull. Well, the we've talked about the gas version ones mm-hmm. and how good they are on mm-hmm. the show yeah. uh, quite a few times. And man, this thing is the bomb. It is unreal. Um, this is the big one, the the extra large one. It holds like up to three pounds of wings. Mm. And oh, three pounds. Yeah, and that's what How we cooked. How many wings is that guy? And that's what we cooked. I don't know, but that's we That's a lot of wings. Yeah, well, you know I what? I too. listen, I got Yeah, tra- me too. I love wings. Oh my god. I, I do. I do and I got a twenty year old son. <laughs> yes. So there you go. Give me, and, give me uh, wings and a little blues hog and, and an air fryer. Oh, yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Money. Yeah. yeah, and on Saturday uh, morning. Nice oh, crispy done. on the outside, really well done. I mean Here's the thing, though, Chris. Awesome. Yeah. This this little Ninja Air Fryer Max XL uh-huh. home thing, it's portable, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, real easy. Real easy. Huh. You could yeah. plug this thing in anywhere, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I could, except here. I yeah. bring it here. <laughs> it's what... Does it run I, here? I, listen, listen. I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down and forget it. I ain't bringing that thing. I mean, in what no the way. what? No I mean, way. you know, how no many times have you brought food in here? Well, for the Kirby Kill Builders cooking tip, like many. What? I mean, don't I usually like when, when I mean when that's a hall of, new, that's a hall of fame. I bring you guys there. samples well, in, right? Okay, so, so all the listen, time. We what do we have for, for the most part? For the most yeah, part, yeah, I, we just know. got it this week. I got to put it through the paces. Right. Yeah. So I got to, you know, I got to you know, understand. That, I, I'm I'm with Chris though. You know, that's a lot of pressure. It is. You know, yeah, you 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 come in here and cook something. Yeah, it better be really on point. Yeah, that's right. I'm not I'm not doing that. Yeah. I don't Forget know. it. <laughs> yeah, now you just you totally convinced me that I'm never bringing. Yeah, you, in. I, you know, I, 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 honestly, I got your back on that because I, <laughs> if, if 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 it's not good, Logs is going to tell you it ain't good. Yeah, but no, uh, I wouldn't do that. But listen, yeah, but, I, I, oh yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah I wouldn't. Get As on a matter of fact, Logs I mean, would hope that it wasn't good. So that's right. Just to throw me under the bus. <laughs> How many times have we been the guinea pig in here for food products? Plenty of times. Yes, plenty of times. Hey, let's bring yeah. in. Dave on this conversation okay. because he, he he's he's a foodie. Yeah, he likes to eat. He's a total foodie. Morning, Dave. Yeah. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Morning, buddy. Hey, 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 I've been bragging about the chicken salad from Angie's. Was that stuff not awesome that we had on the boat? Oh, it was off the chain. Off yeah, the chain. It was fantastic. Angie's. Fantastic. Mm. Hey, speaking of uh, what we had in the tournament, I was rigging up. Uh, I got up and I'm sitting here writing some uh, deer report stuff, and flags are standing out. Blowing about thirty, I got rods getting rigged. I'm gonna swing by the radio station and get you. It's like sheep's head stuff here. Yeah, this is good oh. sheep's head weather right here. Hey, totally. hey Dave. <laughs> hey, real quick, Dave. Um, I was doing a little research, um, and I realized that that the uh, the the weigh in discrepancy, you know, between first and second place, uh, that that equates to one teaspoon of salt. Thank. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> oh, my God. You did not just say that to him. Wow. Now he's going to be in total anxiety the rest of this week, too. Yeah. <laughs> I just want yeah. you to think about that. So when you oh, walk through man. your kitchen and you see a teaspoon. It's all good. There it's you all go. good. We, Dave, we've gotten go. over it. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's and just so been you there. know, and when you look at that teaspoon, I want you to think about that teaspoon and Jeff's big mouth separating you <laughs> between second place and first. Oh, yeah. boy. You shouldn't have said that. Oh, it's totally uh, my fault. I take responsibility. Yeah, no, yeah. I do. Okay. I take oh, responsibility. I'm, 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 I'm big enough, man. I can well, say it's my fault. If you next time you see Dave and he's shaved bald and has no hair on his face, he's going through anxiety. 
He's okay. All right, let's get to this hog trapping system. Dave, you dealt with hogs and landowners for many years. What uh, What's your thoughts on the best way to control pigs? Yeah, so so far, I mean, I'm literally no no kidding. I'm sitting here writing uh, writing a uh, assessment report on for a client, and I'm writing the recommendation about you need to invest in a Jaeger Pro Trap. And I turn you guys on. You're talking about hog trapping. Um, wow. So the Jaeger Pro is, um, at least from what I can tell, is the most effective system. Now, I've looked at the uh, the pig brig. The downside I see of that is when you set that trap, which I first let me tell you, I think that's a genius trapping system where, where they can go underneath the net and everybody can get in there. The downside I see is if you set, you go, okay, they're coming good. I'm going to set it. Well, you said it. Um, let's say that night they don't come, but one comes right. or two come. Then you just ruin that whole site from for two pigs. Because you can versus, educate, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. People don't understand how smart they are. They're they pretty, are smart. They're smart. smart, man. Yeah, they're super. Now, if you, um, well, I guess if you put a uh, a camera on it, you know, where you can see live stuff and see how many's in there and when to go. But if one gets in there, you can't lift that net up and let him out and you know, not ruin that site, but, and that's the other, you know, with, with Jaeger Pro, uh, one of, one of the things I've learned, I guess it would be with any of these monitoring systems is you have got to exercise a lot of restraint of not pulling the trigger and dropping that door. If you know that there's 11 hogs, don't drop the door if there's eight in there. You know, it's not like a bird in the hands worth two in the bush. Right. Once you drop, once you drop the door, you've educated those three that were outside. They're gone. Yeah, so you know, yeah. I've actually, I've actually, you know, not caught a sounder unit because I've nope, they're not all in, you know, held back, and then they've kind of moved along. And then I've had to trap them somewhere else or or not get them. But, I, um, I got to say though, you know, in all the years we've been at Fargo, and we've put a lot of pressure on the hogs the last three or four years, we've seen less and less of the hogs the last three or four years because the rule's been. If you see one, kill it. kill it. Right. You know, and, and right. it's really backed them way off. Whereas years yeah. ago, we had them all over the place. We're not seeing them like we were. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you're, you can – I mean, we all know you're not going to eradicate them, and you might solve your problem for a little bit, but just be ready for, for round two. It's a constant you know, battle. It's, it's it constant is. Battle. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's a no never-ending yep. battle. you got to stay on them. you just got to accept it. Yeah, and if I had a, a tip for anybody using like Jaeger Pro or whatever, um, is once you drop the door and you got hogs in there and you do your deal, you need to move the trap because hogs know that they don't pee and poop and all that stuff where they feed. So when you yeah. drop the door and they've been in there all night, they destroy that site my, basically. My, as far my, as here's a question for you: hmm. Let's say you drop the trap or you have the pig brig. And you and let's say you catch ten of them, and let's say there were five of them that were outside that didn't go in that quote unquote got an education. If you pick that trap up and move it to a half a mile away, are they educated on the other half a mile site away now? Good question. Um, if it's the same, if you're talking about the same five that you that were outside the trap, yeah, they're they're educated. Okay, they're that um, smart I'm, then. I'm, yeah, I'm fighting. I'm fighting some educated ones right now because we dropped the door and had some hand, handful of them on the outside, and I'm not getting any pictures of mm-hmm. the hog in the trap. And I go back to check, like, what the heck's going on? 
and there it looks it's just crazy amount of tracks up to the door <laughs> yeah they don't go in they ain't going in but, i've seen them yeah. like that they're i really think they are very smart oh they are they're oh yeah 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 they're uh, they're real smart real smart and they don't take a lot of that pressure so um anyway i think you know you got to be a little bit patient even though it's a great system um you can you can jack it all up if you drop it on three hogs when you know there's there's a lot more in that founder unit. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I, you know, that, I think those systems are, are awesome. And boy, it, it, you wish you could find one system that you could just continue to use to continue the battle without right. yeah. having education going on, mm-hmm. you know? So I guess there really is no foolproof system that is not going to educate them. I mean, so you, you got to, yeah, because if you leave two out there, it, it, yeah. You know. And here, here's another question, Dave. Have you seen anybody that, for example, might use the Jaeger Pro and you educate three, and then you try the pig brig system and it works? I mean, are you, can the wonder if that would work to where you could alternate, or just like a regular, like a regular trap, you know, a steel trap that's meant yeah. to catch, you know, three or four? You know, I guess you just have to use multiple ways of continuing the battle. Yeah, and probably a little bit of you know a good bit of time in between because once you start using those three, then they they know you know those yeah, three are right. bad, bad news. But and back in the old yeah. days, you just you know put out some corn that's been dusted by Timic, mm-hmm. and you wipe them out. I mean that's but yeah. nowadays you, yeah. that's obviously that's like yeah. a total no no. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to do that. But back in the day, that's how they used to handle it. Yeah. So. Hey, I've got a I've got a funny uh, little story about uh, so so the sounder units are usually the, the sows and piglets and all that stuff maybe a boar or two a young boar well you got these long long big you know the dominant big boars most of the time you're trapping them by themselves and we've got one that uh, we've trapped him three times now dropped the gate ready to get him in the morning get there he's gone and he is climbing over like full-on climbing over these five-and-a-half-foot panels. Sounds like you need to get uh, a roof. Well, we need to put some electric on it or something, but God, how, how, how heavy is the guys working with me, he's probably 175 pounds. God. I have no idea how his little short legs are getting over that thing, but you can see where he's going over. Huh. Well, I'd like um, to get a video so of that. The, yeah, no kidding. So the first night we trapped him, I texted the guys and said, hey, we got, got the boar, you can get him in the morning. And they snuck up there to it, you know, and come come from uh, upwind of it or downwind of it, so not to booger him all up. Get up there and he's gone. And I took a picture at daylight to make sure he was still in there. Well, he was gone. The next two nights later, we trapped him again, and within two minutes, he was out. He climbed he's figured out. It wow. out. Yeah, he's figured it, he out. figured it out. So I told the guy, I said, "Well, <laughs> that hog owns us." Because <laughs> he can get it, he can get in there and eat all the corn he wants, and know he can get right out. <laughs> so now you need to build a trap that has a covered roof. Sound like you need you to name that out. hog now. Yeah, yeah. climber. Yeah, we're gonna put some electricity around the top of that. Oh boy, corral. Yeah. We gotta take a break. Yeah, Thank do. you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Okay, y'all have a good one. Uh, we come back. We are going to update everybody with the ties and weather, and squeeze as many calls in as we can right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right, let's get right to it. We'll do a updated weather, updated tides, and a weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And yes, the new location at the beach is open. 
you want to get the best barbecue in Jacksonville, you now have two options because there's two locations. Kings Avenue in San Marco and at Jack's Beach, the Bearded Pig, the new location, is now open. And just in case you don't know, the Bearded Pig, that's an educated pig. Oh, buddy. That's the the best kind of pig you can have. (laughs) That pig's on a smoker. Uh, The weather, Gale warning in effect from 8 a.m., this wow. morning, mm-hmm. and it's going all the way through tomorrow afternoon because north winds 20 to 25, gust to 30. Gale force winds today. Tomorrow, same thing, gale force winds, possibly diminishing to 25 knots in the afternoon and 25 knots, folks. How many miles per hour equals a knot? It's 1.2. Okay. Right. 1.15. 1.15, okay. Okay, so that means that's like 30-mile-an-hour winds. Mm-hmm. That's rocking. And uh, it's finally going to start to subside Monday where it's going to back down to 15 to 20 knots. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's 7.5-foot seas at eight seconds. That's a, that's yeah. a monster. That's right not yeah. good. Yeah. Wednesday. There's only, there's only one person who likes this forecast. I know. Who? What, what, one person leading the Wahoo shootout. Oh. Jeff Stamp. Oh, he's like, Dam is going, yes. <laughs> Blow, baby. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep He's in first place in the Wahoo shootout. He is. And there's only a week yeah, yep. to go. So Sunday, so next Sunday. Next Sunday, the, the fishing is over yeah, with. Yeah, so he has to so he's, think about this yeah. for a week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I hope I hope, uh, hope he wins by one one hundredth of a pound. I, hope, I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> And Teaspoon of salt. Weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And a Tides report brought to you by Angie Subs, the best sub shop in Jacksonville, period, bar none, right there at the corner of Beach and Penman. And don't forget about the Grom at the beach. And I said it before. I'm going to say it again. The Peruvian is the best sub at Angie's, period. But right there with it, according after the last uh, two weekends ago, El Cheapo, I'm just telling you the chicken salad at Angie's is second to none. The best chicken salad I've ever had anywhere besides my own kitchen. And Angie's does a great job. Tides for today. Uh, me and Kirk were arguing about this earlier. You got a high tide at earlier. 1.54. No, no, it's 2.09 p.m. Okay. We're and it's a 3.46. <laughs> the low tide tonight <laughs> is at 7.56 p.m. That's a, a what, Kirk? It's a point eight. It's a point six five. It's a point eight. <laughs> You're so blowing. ornery. It's blowing. Blowing out of the northeast. Don't you agree? Blowing out of the northeast is going to. Tomorrow morning at 9.04 a.m. is a low tide of 0.91. That's your tides report brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. Weird tides. It is. We talked about that earlier. Just just strange. Do we have time? Time for what? Mitch. Can Mitch make something happen in a minute? We're going to find out. Let's let's test it. Mitch, you got a minute. 60 seconds. Dave talked about uh, that 175-pound boar that escaped. I had uh, a couple of 175-pound sows that escaped. I woke up, and they was gone out of my house. (laughs) Where did they go? Oh, no. No, you didn't. Thank you, Mitch. (laughs) Oh, he did. He made it count. (laughs) Mitch, you did good. Love (laughs) y'all. You did good. All right, Louis, you got a minute. Louise. Louise, Louis. Um, I teach psychology, uh-huh. and you know what makes people play scratch-off and gamble is that you keep doing it because of the reward. Well, the opposite. If you set out a couple traps, but you don't have them armed, and you have a bunch, they'll go in. 
if most of the time they can get back out. So, yeah, you might have educated pigs. Say you have three traps, only one of them is set, but the other two aren't and they have food in them. You can go to another place and you're still going to have a couple pigs that go, oh, well, I ate and I got away, so I'm going to eat again, huh. and then you can get them on the second round. Leave it to a psychologist Absolutely. to oh, come man. up with a solution for trapping pigs. Does that, that square pig, pig that go in that square yes, hole yes. or not? Yeah, multiple traps all set and only arm one at a time. So now we're really you messing got it. with them. Thank you. Thank you. That's a, that'd be worth trying. Absolutely. You're Thank you. It's like the shell game. I- I'll have to listen to see how it goes. All right, well, we're going to get Dave Edwards to try it. All he's got to do is buy four right. Jaeger Dave's Pro Trapping right Systems. Like, Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. You always learn something here on this show. And uh, the one thing you should learn is when the opening day of turkey season is. Yeah, that's today. Yes. Yeah. So for all the folks oh. who are looking forward to turkey season – here it is. Today's the first, and, and I am looking forward to it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm gonna go home and get Carrie, and we're we're going to Georgia for a few days. Good for you. Good yeah. luck. Awesome. Yep. yep. So I'm looking forward to it. Logs as usual. The Nimitic Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors: Stackham Storage, Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Whalen Bay Marine, Steenhatchee River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Strike Zone Fishing, Tire Outlet. And Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, LV Hires Inc. Consignment Boat Sales did it seamless. Never missed a beat. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Thick Pen Heating Cooling, Claw Nolan Cadillac, the Bearded Pig, Ring Power and the Cat Rental Store, and of course, the Nimnick Family of Dealerships, Buick and GMC on Phillips Highway and Chevrolet on Cassett Avenue. And yes, I forgot to turn off my ringer on yeah, my Yeah, I'd, I'd have got, Kevin, I'd have got yelled at. Professional. Yo, professional. <laughs> radio speakers, announcers, co-hosts, et cetera, et cetera. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll be here all week. <laughs> Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. And if you do a radio show, turn your phone off. Have a great weekend. See ya. See ya. See ya. Please pray for me. The only remedy is at the end of my